Oh, God. Oh, God. Let's just get the show on the road. <laughs> oh, God. It's not that bad. But... Fucking treasure. Hey, it's Tardy to the party. He's Bill Mudder. Dan Bruce. Philip Poppins holds a very piece of meat. We missed the first time around. And everybody missed it the first time around. It's Disney's Treasure Planet, the film that nobody gives two shakes of a shit about. Everyone missed it so hard, it killed Disney 2D animation. Which you could say, there's like three movies that everyone claims single-handedly killed hand-drawn animation at Disney. It's this, not Titan AE, even though I kind of, in my mind, I always equate this with Titan AE. Uh, was it Home on the Range? And I guess really... Well, I think hand-drawn animation at Disney was already dead. Before Princess and the Frog, because the whole thing of Princess and the Frog is that we're bringing... Disney was trying to bring back oh, hand-drawn you don't include animation? It. I thought you were going to say Atlantis. <sighs> was Atlantis before this? I think Because so. I remember that being a real one-two punch of Disney being like, We're going to be adults. We're going to try to, like... Get, we're gonna try to like do our own action Spielberg kind of movies, and we're gonna try to get the teens. This and this movie feels like, hey, uh, what about the boys though? It is so fucking poochy. What it about is, the boys? You know what the though? terrible thing is watching this movie. It's actually not that. It's not. It's not good. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. No. I'm not. I'm not suddenly a Treasure Planet fan. Oh, there's a good movie in here. They just fucked it all up. Well, I'm glad that you had suggested doing this right after we did. Because last week we recorded um, an episode about Disney's live-action adaptation of Treasure Planet from 1950, which it made sense to follow that up with this. Technically, technically, this is a Disney for the Decades project that we're just doing 10 years early, because if we keep on going at the same pace <laughs> that we're doing Disney through the decades, it's going to take us 10 years to actually get to Treasure Planet. But if we do mm -hmm. manage to do the podcast for another 10 years, we'll just slot... Uh, uh, we'll just reissue this episode whenever we get to Treasure Planet, but... Um, yeah, you suggested doing following up the Treasure Island with Treasure Planet because at least we'll still be fresh with the story. We can kind of compare and contrast directly from what we just saw last. And I think that's pretty good because everything I read, like I said, we like we had at least I had read the original book as a kid. I don't remember anything about it. But while doing research for last week's episode about Treasure Planet, it did seem that like that ad adaptation was pretty close to the source material. And so we might as well be contrasting with the original book. And oh my God, they. What's your experiences <laughs> with Treasure Planet? Uh, like I said, I, I either read it or my dad read it to me when I was a kid, and that was the extent of Treasure it. Planet. And Muppet Treasure Island, we watched. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, Treasure. Wait, you mean Treasure Island or Treasure? I Planet? was saying Treasure Planet. Oh, did my, I ask I you what your uh, experiences with Treasure Island was last week? I no, mean, just forgotten I, to. Yeah. The Treasure Planet, Treasure Island, they. They're too interchangeable in the brain. Yeah. You say one, you mean the other. You mean one, you say the other. Because it one. is... Uh, um, it's treasure I saw the ads and I said, yeah, I'm staying home. Everyone did because the ads were so <laughs> bad. Because it was like Poochie. It was like they were making fun of Poochie. That's like, it's like someone at Disney saw Poochie and said, you know what? We ta we're taking that as a dare. We're going to make a movie that's all about Poochie. Except he's going to be human with a weirdly floaty face. Oh, fucking... Cr I was watching this last night. I was like, this is actually not that bad. But the f just even the facial animation of the main character so fucking... His character design is so unbaked. And, like, mm -hmm. for some reason, I spent half the time going, wrong. why do they keep drawing his nose and his mouth so tiny and at the bottom of his mouth, and he's got this vast expanse of un... 
unfeatured flesh in the middle of his face, this vast band where there's nothing. It's, I don't know if they It's were... like they were like, you know how Aladdin had a really big nose? <laughs> what if we went in the exact well, opposite was, of that direction? I was specifically thinking about how if you were suddenly able to make hand-drawn 2D Disney animation animated characters come to life, and you put, asked me to close my eyes and, like, use my hands to put them on the face of a character and try to figure out who which one is which... Like, if I did that to Aladdin, you'd be able to tell, because Aladdin has very distinctive spatial, uh, facial uh, features, not just because he's got a schnoz, but, like, they're so, he's got such a great character design, and they're so consistent about how he's drawn, you could totally yeah. see how that character would appear in 3D space. With Jim Hawkins, it's just <laughs> two big goo-goo eyes, a mm -hmm. lick of flesh, and a tiny little nose, and a tiny little mouth at the bottom that always swim around in relation to each other. So he's just a fundamentally, phenomenally unattractive character. Aside from the whole poochification of the character in general, he's, oh, that fucking 90s fucking haircut. This movie's so fucking 90s it hurts. And it doesn't help that it's... This movie is very much a bunch of old people saying, Hey, I know what the kids like nowadays. That's the thing that kind of equates... Oh, have we done Titan AE? I almost want to no. do Titan AE after this. Just, just to be like... But it's Don Bluth, man. I, well, Don Bluth fucked up even worse than these guys, but it's still, yeah. No, it's exactly the same thing as Treasure, as Titan AE, where it's old white dudes who have no idea what's hip or cool in the late 90s, trying to be like... Hello, fellow kids. Here's a here's here's a here's a here's a kid with a like the '90s haircut trying to be all cool and windsurfing, and he's a fucking dipshit. And oh fuck, it's so bad. Yeah. And, and I remember seeing the ads for this. I don't know what movie I would have seen that had a Treasure Planet trailer before back in the late '90s, but I remember seeing this ad. And this ad, unfortunately, the ads did totally portray what this movie is, and where it's old people trying to be hip and cool but because it's mm -hmm. fucking disney and they have to make <laughs> they gave him a rat tail man i mean to, to be fair even jim hawkins in the live action adaptation we watched he had a rat tail but it was just like i'm a little pirate but that's boy, also because it was but this is totally and... like <laughs> jedi padawan rat tail it's like trying to be cool rat tail and that shit was not cool in 2002 that shit was never even cool in 1993 and, like, the fucking no. windsurfing and the Goo Goo Dolls music and he flies up in the air and there's electric guitar and I'm just like, oh my god. Oh no, this is just so just done by committee. I mean, the terrible things, I don't, I don't think it was actually... I don't think the entire movie is the product of... I don't think the entire movie is done by committee. I think the problem is that you had two guys... Because this was Ron Clements and John Musker, the guys who did... Uh, Basil of Baker Street and the Little Murray. They did Latin for Christ's sakes. So these guys mm -hmm. know better, especially when main characters with facial designs. I think it's one of those things where they were too ambitious for what Disney as a studio is willing to let them do. It's, I, it's even to these days with, with Disney animated features. You can make a great film for the Disney company, great animated film, as long as you're willing to work within the Happy Meal parameters what Disney's willing to let you do. When you run into problems, it's with stuff like Treasure Planet. I'm assuming Atlantis. I've never seen Atlantis, but... And, uh... What's the gun for the, with the fucking... With the, the troll people, the stone people? <laughs> the, <laughs> what? 
The fucking hunchback fuck? of Notre Dame. I'm thinking about no. the, oh, the the gargoyles. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, you, a troll in <laughs> Central <laughs> Park? What the hell are you talking about? You're talking about fucking Frozen. Uh, but like in the case of those three movies, you have a situation where you had creators who were too ambitious for the studio, and they had to rein in their ideas. Not even rein in, but almost seems like their ideas get like neutered by the fact that you have to make the shit Happy Meal safe. And mm. if you really want to. <sighs> If you really want to draw a comparison between what this movie is and what it could have been, I was astonished to realize this movie came out in 2002. I keep on thinking out this is a movie that came out in, like, 1997. This came out the year before Pirates of the Caribbean, the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie came out. And that movie... Oh, that makes... That makes sense, because I was like, how the fuck did they ever make anything pirate-related after you this? Could, because but it must have already been in production. They were probably filming as this movie came out, and it's one of the... <laughs> they, they, they saw what was happening with this and said, uh-oh! It's kind of astounding that, like, if they had started work on, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, like, even, like, six months later, it would have probably been canceled as a result of this, of Treasure Planet creating her so hard. But the funny... Well, the thing that got me thinking about Pirates of the Caribbean was that when the credits rolled, it had the two guys who wrote the Pirates of the Caribbean movie were... They didn't write the entire movie, but they, like, did some kind of writing on this, on Treasure Planet. And I was like, how the fuck did that happen? Then I looked up to see what the chronology between Treasure Planet and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean were, and they must have been written practically at the same time. I was like, what the fuck happened? I realized, because it's an animated film, Disney had to make it, like, Happy Meal safe. You couldn't have any kind of... Uh, and, and that comes into another problem with Treasure Island. The only thing that's going to make Treasure Island interesting is the idea that it's Jim Hawkins, who's this nor relatively normal kid, who's just li living this humdrum life. He's kind of like Luke Skywalker. And he gets whisked off mm. into a world of adventure, and that world of adventure has to be badass in order to justify the story. And you're not gonna get badass with 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 Disney animated features. Not because it's impossible. Not because there's any problem in anything inherently wrong with the medium, but because you can't do anything interesting because Disney won't let you. Like the fact that this movie, there's the scene where they have to kill. Because well, in the in the in the live action movie we just watched last week, Jim Hawkins, a live action Jim Hawkins shoots a pirate in the fucking face. This is in a G-rated, live-action Disney adaptation of this same story. And this movie, because it's fucking 2002 Disney, and they're so fucking scared of everything, like, that same confrontation just has, like, the Israel Hands pirate character just kind of get sucked off into space and nothing actually violent happened. And it's oh, just so... such a lame death for that, so, dude. I mean, I know the whole joke is like, oh, it's the Disney death because it's the villain falling... Uh, it's funny because in this thing he's falling upwards and not downward to his death. Mm -hmm. But it's just so there's no fucking balls to this story at all. And I'm not saying you have to have people getting shot in the face, but you have to have the promise of an actual adventure with like the possibility of consequences. And it's funny because it's not like Pirates of the Caribbean as a movie is that much more super badass than this. But they just at least committed to the idea that like occasionally there's going to be a bit of blood. The characters are actually going to be in danger. And Disney can't get out of its own way. You can still see, see some of that with Disney even today, where with the launch of Disney Plus, like they had to go back yeah. and edit like Splash because you see one, there's one shot of fucking Daryl Hannah's butt cheeks and they're like, oh no, that might scar kids. So we like, and that's even a live action movie. And they like, that was Disney produced. It's not like that was something they took from Fox and felt like they had edited. And it just, this movie is such a victim of Disney just being Disney in all the worst cartooniest ways. And yeah, when I first saw that trailer, 
back when it first came it, out. But, it just seemed this story is exactly the kind of story you think Disney would make when adapting the story. I was th- I was thinking about it, and and <sighs> I was you say Disney being Disney, but at the same time, if Disney had been Disney and it just made Jim a like a princess, it would have improved <laughs> this shit. Wait, how so? You would have bet. Just make him a late a, a female lady character. Yeah. And I feel like the story would have been better because he wouldn't have been a. I'm a bad boy. Boo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show those robot cops by windsurfing. If they had made him a kind of a, 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 a gender swapped him and made him a wide-eyed, you know, yeah. all plucky, everything's gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Character, <laughs> naive, uh, princess type character. I think the movie would have been better. You know what? Put Jim's, make Jim's mom the main character. She has to leave Jim yeah. at home because maybe he's still a baby. But she's like, I gotta go save, you know, for the. And I gotta go no, see she's what like, fucking, I hate this floating-eyed motherfucker. I'm gonna <laughs> go to space. Why was my husband seeming so weak that this kid's eyes can't stay together? Oh, my God. I do appreciate they at least try to make the mom look like Jim, but they, they, they just both have, like, mashed potato face. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, this movie just turns out to be exactly... It's just Disney falling for its own worst instincts in terms of like the shit's got to be too cute and neutered even the opening it's actually it's like the very first things i do we're gonna do blow by blow yeah even the first things you see it's kind of they got tony J and he's like on the clearest of nights in the ethereum blah 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 well and the other thing about this movie is like they they, they really swung for the fences with the aesthetic because it's mm-hmm. it's spaceships but space is not a vacuum it's just it's kind of old-timey like fucking Who's the guy who wrote the story about Mars? Princess Jules of Verne. Mars. No, I don't, I actually kind oh, of Jules Verne. But, like, um, it is that kind of, like... Edgar Rice Burroughs. Yeah, space isn't space, but space is a thing that you could actually just travel to. It's just all air and stuff like that. And it's actual pirate ships, but it's a little, little bit of technology bolted on. I guess in the reading up in the history of this movie, their aesthetic was it's supposed to be 70-30, where it's 70% Robert Louis Stevenson and 30% science fiction. But even then, it's not supposed to be super hardcore, like... Like like Star Wars science fiction where it's used future, but it's little lasers and stuff a little bit cleaner. Almost like Star Wars prequels a little bit. Which, again, is not inherently bad. But then you have to make sure that, like, with such a kind of a delicate aesthetic, you have to make sure the story is bad badass enough to justify it and take advantage of that. But no, on top of, like, the super delicate aesthetic, you've got this fucking pussy-ass fucking story. Not even the, There's nothing wrong with the story, but just the way the story's... The fucking it starts off with fucking baby shit at the beginning, like <laughs> fucking. So yeah, so it's big ugly CGI boat. Oh wait, that's well, that's I mean that's more of just a uh, what can you do like you yeah. Know, oh I know the, the technology still, at the time, but it's still, still though. Why still, didn't though. they just do like flat cell shaded? Because they do with the robot Ben character, he's all computer generated. Well, and also the parts for um long john silver his robot parts are flat shaded but i guess they wanted to kind of i guess for the backgrounds they were trying to recreate the 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 warm hand-painted illustrations of the pirate illustrator robert Pyle. howard Pyle is his name and so and i guess they 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 were like what if those backgrounds could move so we'll make it cgi but it's going to be like instead of yeah flat cell shaded cgi it's going to be crappy 2002 <laughs> this playstation video game cgi and, mm-hmm. yeah and the first thing you see in the is a is a, is a crappy playstation uh oh cgi my. boat i was looking at the trivia 
And there was, <sighs> oh, you know, IMDb trivia, as you do. Yeah. And there's there's one, oh, where is it? Um, uh, 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 uh. There's one that says at the start of the film, when the pirate ship is approaching in the book, you can see uh, the whatever the spider dude's name yeah. is in the sky. And no, you fucking can't. Naughty, I watched that part several times. I'm watching it now and Looking, I don't see anything that looks like... No, he's not in... There's some swirlies and that's you it. Know, I don't know what the fuck that person's on. You know, there's five people in the world who are super hardcore Treasure Planet fans. And so they're reading mm -hmm. into this And shit. they're all into inflation and pregnancy porn, apparently. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Did you see the thing about how su supposedly Dr. Doppler is the one who gives birth to the cats? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Oh, man, when fucking What's-Her-Face shows up, I was like, okay, I can see how this dented a whole lot of kids when the cat lady captain shows up. But, um, but at the same time, I, 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 I mean, it's good she's not a super attractive sexualized character but aside from the thigh high boots she's kind of bland and generic and it, wait, i do pre I, also the care like we, we just spent like half an hour ragging on jim hawkins terrible character design not even character design but the execution of the design i guess I guess. but like it's funny that all these other characters look like they come from different animated movies like fuck they the doctor is so incredibly animated. He is, and then Jim's over here floating <laughs> away next to him, and you're like, that was "Is the... this from the same company?" What was that animated GIF you found last night? Someone's face like <laughs> melting up the, pe the Pepsi guy. The Pepsi guy. You should just make <sighs> that the album art for this week. But Fucking but that one—that's one of the things. Like even like I, I I took a screen cap last night while watching this of Doctor Doppler talking to Jim's mom, and I was like, "Why are these characters?" Because like the Doctor Doppler, his character design and his animation is like right out of like 101 Dalmatians, that kind of angular but very mm -hmm. well rounded, and like you could really tell whoever animated that character had a very good picture in their heads of how that character moved in 3D space, and also the voice actor is really good, and the animation just really nicely tailored to that voice actor. And but then the Captain Amelia is almost as good, but she's like coming some from some kind of French New Wave animation because like she, as angular and as kind of like goofy as Doctor Doppler are, she's super just rounded and like she looks like she's coming from an entirely different animated film herself. And mm -hmm. it's I mean, which is kind of which I think I think is okay with with like various types of aliens but at the same time there needs to be some consistency there yeah and also the alien it's character bad. designs of this movie like the, i think the only i guess the good one is probably that evil alien who's i guess you're saying i don't think i don't i, I don't think it was think okay he's very good. but then you got like the farty alien who's just like a bunch of nothing Ooh, and just, like, it's so funny it's well, that's the the, 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 the move, moment i know this we were doomed with this movie is when they first get everyone starts I guess I'm jumping ahead a little bit. When they first get together on the ship, and the Dr. Doppler is in his fart suit, and he's speaking flatula to the guy, and I was like, yeah, no, this is this is Happy Meal bullshit. This, like, any any chance for this movie to actually be interesting at all is just fucking gone. This is for baby shit. Yeah. This, anyway, but, like, Jim Hawkins, he's reading a book. He's a fucking wide-eyed, goo-goo fucking baby. This is one of the other bits. Of, there's barely any trivia about this movie. I saw... Well, did you watch... Well, <laughs> Our whole thing is Disney through the uh, decades on Disney Plus. Did you see any of the special features on Disney Plus about this? Yeah, movie? yeah, yeah, I did. So one of the other things was like the original idea for this, the framing device of the story would have been like an older uh, Jim telling the story in the past that happened to him. That would have been much more interesting. Because even mm -hmm. if you don't see Jim, but the idea if it's an older Jim saying, "Hey, here's a story," essentially kind of involving the audience, where he's telling the audience the story of so like a, a, a legend, legendary story that happened to him. That's way more engaging yeah. than, like, 
right off the bat when you see it. No, it's it's it, I do like the one shot where you have the, the pirate ship raiding the the the, the, the other ship and you see Jim's baby Jim's face roll up and that's how you realize he's just watching a hologram. That's cute. But then yeah. it's all like he's a little fat baby and his mommy comes in <laughs> and they're all big goo goo eyes and it's totally the Disney just being a parody of itself because it's like mm -hmm. I guess I guess the studio executives thought that was too scary and too interesting to have older Jim narrating his own story so now you gotta, gotta make it a baby and just won't go boo 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 and it's just like you already lost the stakes you've already neutered your own fucking story right here you can't take this movie seriously anyway I'm sorry go ahead and they put a mom in this thing? What is it? That's his treasure. There's no moms in Treasure it's like, Island. No, this is a it's fake gay. movie, exactly. I actually oh, kind of like them. I, 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 don't even, I don't even know who the fuck. Oh, she's fine. You, any, like, obviously, it's Frasier is not, is, well, I guess technically it's Niles. Niles, yeah. I, I, But in terms of voice acting, I have no idea. I didn't even bother to look that up to see who, because I did like the vocal performance of the mom, though, even though she's, she's Princess Wishy Face, but. And the mm -hmm. funny thing is they ripped off this whole opening for Frozen 2, too, which is kind of funny. Even the whole line scooch up, but anyway. It's Lori Matcliffe, FYI. She, like... She's, she was the sister on I Roseanne. I was about to say the sister on Roseanne, okay, yeah. And they show from Treasure Island right at the start. The reveal of Treasure Island, which turns out it's, like, the same planet from Duck Dodgers, I guess. At least that would have <laughs> been kind of cool to see it, like, when it's revealed to the characters. But no, we just see mm -hmm. it as fucking Duck Dodgers planet at the start. Even that is kind of yeah. like a, a story misstep, but... Yeah, so he's reading a book, and the mom's like, Your dad left you because look at us. <laughs> Do you... <laughs> so I'm assuming the character, the dad's character design, must be so light, so must be so tight locked in because he's got to be an alien, right? <laughs> well, Just eyes seen... on the side of his head. <laughs> well, I was gonna say you obviously see that Jim inherits his fucking floaty face from his mom, so I'd like to think like the dad is actually like it's it's like Aladdin. He's like really well designed, and well animated. Oh, okay. But like it's the mom who carries the floaty face gene, and so. <laughs> Like, like when Jim was born, they had to spend six weeks Tate like super gluing his facial features back to his empty skull because he was so fucked up. But anyway, so he's re I do like the thing where she like reads the story to him and makes him go to bed, and suddenly cuts back to he's like still reading the story under the covers, which is nice. Mm -hmm. But it's still whatever. It's not worth the baby shit. And then they just <laughs> flash forward like the camera zooms in, and now we got fucking Poochie. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, he grew it. up into the. Biggest fucking breed, oh. He's got a bull cut, a rat tail, a surfboard, wind rider thingy mabobber. He's woohooing as he stunts uh. while his eyes are 50 miles apart. It, it's very hard to look at. He flies up towards the camera, and it, like there's an electric guitar sting, and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, and it's so. You know, you know what this movie is, Bill. No. I just realized yeah. this is a movie that somebody asked the question, "What kind of Disney movie do you think Dan Riker would want to watch?" And it somehow will make it worse because we'll even execute on that already bad idea, even worse than it even deserves. Oh God! But yeah, so instead of like. Cause you know he gets arrested for being too extreme. That's, Bill. I'm shocked that the cops does not what they say. Cause that's their whole that's the whole point of this opening sequence. And especially if the whole point of Treasure Island is that Jim's living this home drive life that he wants to escape from, you don't show him pod racing for five minutes before you show his home drive life. And it's just fucking I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. 
Fuck this movie. Well, anyway, so yeah, also, he gets he gets like he gets he's her, supposed to be a likable good kid. Yeah, and he gets her so he, so he gets arrested for being too extreme and he gets brought back to the Benbow Inn. Um uh-huh. and this is another thing too. His mom looks tired and ragged <laughs> as hell. She looks like she's I just, again, it's already a terrible character design, but when you add tired on top of that, I said last night she looks like a tired Bratz doll. Because that's mm, pretty much mm-hmm. her. And this is the other thing. I guess, it, is is Jim and his mob the only human beings we see in this whole story? Uh, At least main-wise, yeah. because yeah. we see that the Benbow Inn, it's filled with aliens. And mm-hmm. I think we've been, it's, it, it's a little bit weird, because the, like, the story, kind of taking this back to the Luke Skywalker analogy, this story is a little bit like, whereas in Star Wars, Luke Skywalker going to the cantina for the first time is like his first step into this larger world of weirdness. And um, even though Luke Skywalker's obviously seen aliens before, just like the fact that he runs into the cantina that first time is like his first like, oh shit. And it's for the audience too. It's like their first, oh shit, like this world can be crazy. This is like if like Luke Skywalker grew up like running the cantina. And so he's already, uh, it makes the, the, the whole point... Just of the, hanging out there with BR. <laughs> but it makes the idea that, like, he's... There's less of a contrast that he's stepping out of the world when he's already living in a world... His, his, his own house is already filled with kind of crazy aliens and adventure and shit like that. So that's just another kind of watering down of the formula. It would have been interesting if, like, if the Benbow Inn was still on Earth. And the... Well, we don't even know if even Earth even exists in this universe, but, like... Cool if, like, yeah, he was still stranded on Earth and he wanted to go out in the stars. And, like, if the Benbow Inn was still mostly humans, and, like, the first time he doesn't see aliens, or at least we don't see aliens until they get to the, um, to the moon sailing place or something like that, that would have been a little more interesting. Um, but I do, like I said, at least though, if you're gonna have aliens at the start, I I do like Dr. Doppler. I I do like he eats Alponian chow. Because it's Alpo, because it's dog food, because he ate dog. And they feed to him (laughs) in dog dishes, too, no less. Yeah. Um, That feels racist. (laughs) I'm kind of surprised Captain Amelia doesn't, like, piss all over the place. Like, she's marking her territory or something like that. Oh, God, it just occurred to me there's definitely Captain Amelia in Heat art on DeviantArt, unquestionably so. Oh no! So. But anyway, so yeah, they talk, and she says her life is turning around. Her son is turning his life around. But what's that at the door? He's been arrested again. It broke his probation. He's such a badass. Oh, he's got like a leather jacket on, and he's all just all sulky face, and his uh-huh. facial features are crammed down to the bottom of his chin. I just want hey, to punch are, everyone. Are are these robot cops supposed to be funny? I, again, in this movie, like, yeah, I'm sure, but they just fucked up, so it's just, like, things happening. Like, that's the mm. perfect case of a movie that's just so muddled, where it's like, I guess... If you, if you have to constantly keep asking yourself, is that a joke? So the movie is <laughs> yeah. fucked up. It's like, uh, the, like, watching that Solo movie, where half the jokes in that movie are just, like, so fucked up. You're like, is that supposed to be, like, where we laughed? But, yeah. So they impounded his surfboard thingy-mabob, yeah. and if it happens again, oh, he gotta go to juvenile hall! And then they leave, and he starts sulking around all quietly, just picking up... In this wild world, is there really going to be a juvenile... Just the fact that the biggest threat to Jim Hawkins at the start of the story is like, oh no, he might go to Juvie Hall. It is so Mm -hmm. fucking lame. It is so... Make the threat that, like, maybe the mom could actually lose the inn or something like that. Don't make it Juvie Hall, because that is such low-stakes baby earthbound bullshit. Yeah, anyway. 
They're like, well, yeah, we're going to send him to the like, breakfast club. Oh, no. I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> He's going to get detention if this happens That's again. It's like, okay, on, this, this movie has no stakes for even from the start. It's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. So she's like, hey, you want to you stop being a dumb fucking piece of shit? You want to throw your life away? And he goes into the kitchen. He's like, what life? <laughs> no, she said, well, you want to throw your future away? And he goes to the kitchen saying, what future? <laughs> How is this? Through an unnecessary CGI door to the kitchen? Yeah, well, the movie's... there's a lot of unnecessary CGI. Because they, they're afraid that you're going to forget this takes place like in a futuristic environment. So they ran. I do, even though it's unnecessary, I do like the, like, the windows in the Benbow Inn are kind of like, like, like. Back to the Future 2 holo windows that they can like mm-hmm. kind of change and stuff. Like, is there's a funny moment where said Jim, uh, in a little bit, essentially lowers the blinds to see the pirates coming. I like he has to lower like the digital blinds, which makes no sense, but I thought was kind of funny use of that technology. But oh god, yeah. so yeah, so he what? I, He's likable right away, and then so he pouts on the roof while listening to his mom and sideshow Cecil talk about how he's. <laughs> Got so much promise, but he keeps fucking it all up. I forgot that was such a successful. And it's the exact same <laughs> performance, because I think that guy, I guess that guy got, got fucking, uh, uh, fucking, I guess he got pigeonholed into the same role for the rest of his life after Fraser. so even if all of his cartoons characters have to be exactly the same. Oh, Sarah. Oh, de popo but yeah. Yeah, so, um. Something. He's up there pouting. He he built that that surfing thingy, Mabobber, when he was only eight. He's got so much promise. See, he's just he's just a, an exceptional person, just trapped where he is. If only see? if only a bunch of hooligans could give him a chance to prove that he's also an asshole. Yeah. Don't you feel bad for him that his face looks like that and he's tormented inside? <laughs> and his dad left. When he goes up on the roof, he should sing a I want song about I want <laughs> I want to search and to glue my facial features back into place. Yeah. Oh god. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you know what? Every, what? every bit of artwork I'm going to post for Will Pimp in this podcast this week, I want to go in and Photoshop his eyes. Just I'm going to, I'm going to move his face a little bit just further <laughs> apart. Just, just to make people who you even seen the movie go, did he really look that fucked up in the finished film? <laughs> just to have to fuck I love with it. people. Yeah. And if I could see that, so that actually gets mixed into like whenever anyone Google's image searches Treasure Planet, that those Photoshop versions get mixed in there, I'll have done my job. This entire podcast existence will have been worth it. Anyway. You know, but uh, it's weird. I don't hear outside of you people complain about how he looks, but they have to because he looks fucking terrible. I looked on Tumblr to see what kind of Tumblr art community has been around this thing, and it is hilarious. It's not very big. It's like three people, but even those three people, the, every drawing of Jim Hawkins is entirely different because he he looks entirely different from shot to shot. So it's like, oh my god. Well, that's because you need bad artists to do fan art of him to, to look accurate. <laughs> well, that's the best thing, because he's such a bad character design. The bad, worst artists can draw him best, because you don't have to know how to draw anatomy correctly. Like, his it's the it's already so, on model. His design's so boring, you could go to a Disney park dressed as him, and they wouldn't be like, hey, you gotta leave, you're in a costume. Because all you need is a leather jacket and a boy band haircut. That's all you- and like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm Jim Hawkins, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So anyhow, why, he's on the roof. I saw a ship someone crashes. Being all like, "Why is it? Why is it Treasure Treasure Planet is like the only Disney movie that's not in Treasure, not in Kingdom Hearts?" And I'm like, "Gee, I fucking wonder why." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go ahead. 
A ship crashes, he goes to check it out, some old turtle alien is like, Ah, oh, that fucking asshole's after me, they're gonna have to pry from my- From old Billy Bones cold dead fingers! <laughs> yeah, just brought so, um, I do like the idea of Billy Bones. Oh no, wait, was it Billy- wait, who was the one in the live-action ad- Was Billy Bones the one who was already living there, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it's more interesting that he's a pirate who shows up at the door seven and drops off the, the treasure map. And like in the live action adaptation, it was a little bit weirder that he already lived there, but he just never, I guess, got around to giving. Jim, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, so he shows oh, up. Does. I do like the character design of Billy Bones. He actually really kind of yeah, looks like a Star Wars caliber alien, which is kind of nice. Hmm. So he goes. <laughs> he, Jim takes him inside, and he's dying on the floor. Like dies literally thirty and, seconds later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um. Jim comes inside, and he said, they're not getting me fancy CGI chest, that's for sure. CGI chest that and, can only be opened by hitting, like, three buttons in, like, left, right, left, middle. Like, there's the combination on there is the simplest thing in the world, too. Which, I know that's yeah, not the point. That's an MSN ship. Who's not getting it? The cyborg. Oh. Beware the cyborg. And then blah, blah, blah. he dies, leaving Jim a bundle. Whatever. Here you go, random person. You take this. It's kind of fucked up that the mom immediately pulls out her cleaver and starts chopping him up for, ne for breakfast and eat the next <laughs> Free one. food! Yay! Um. So, bad guys roll up. Start shooting that place up right away. It takes no time. I, so I guess the so. insinuation that Billy Bones must have gotten shot down in his ship by Captain yeah, Silver and his crew. Because like that's the thing yeah. where Jim looks through the blinds, of the digital blinds on the window. And you see if it's obviously logged on Silver. And he's already got his arm in a cannon, and everyone else will see it later in the movie. But yeah. Mm -hmm. I do like the fact so, they burn down the Benbow Inn, because uh, what in the live action they just kind of trash it, and then yeah. <laughs> and then the Doctor and the Sea Captain show up and are just like, oh, they'll undoubtedly never come back, so we could sit here and talk about what the pirates wanted for as long as we want. I like the idea that Livingston, uh, or Doctor Doppler, I guess, takes them back to the, his own mansion. So it's kind of it's mm -hmm. a nice place. To, like it also explains what like where the mom could hang out for the rest of the movie where you're not really worrying about the mom so much. Presumably, she's just taking care of Dr. Doppler's place while they're gone for the rest of the movie. But... hope that place was insured. <sighs> I guess not, since they needed... Guess not. They needed... Also, I like... I like when they're running, riding away in his slug, the doctor's slug cart, yeah. that she looks back at her burning in and gets real sad, and instead of comforting his yeah. mom at all, this fucking asshole just starts staring at this ball... That he got from a turtle man. I get the idea. He's supposed to be like a 50 year old teenager, but man, make this character a little more likable. Come on. He, his, At least put your arm around your mom something. before you start eyeballing do that thing. With your dude. hot mutant mom. Come on. Like, comfort her just for a second. Yeah. And so. You're the last two humans in the universe. <laughs> Come on. I know, exactly. The entire universe is nothing but aliens and, and talking pets, for Christ's sake. I do like Jeez. when they go, like, so we go back to the doctor's. His little house, which is, it's totally, like, I like it's, like, this big Victorian mansion. I do like, in the background, it's nothing but dogs dressed like pirates, painting his own. Mm. Why am I talking backwards? Um, but yeah, because it's a little confusing, too, when you first see Dr. Doppler. He's obviously canine, but he's got the droopy ears, so it's like, is he a dog or is he just, like, an alien dog-like creature? But I guess he is supposed to be just a talking dog. You know what they are, Bill? <sighs> What's that? They're the kangaroo people from Tank Girl. <laughs> That's exactly what, with the droopy, oh my god. I've never seen Tank Girl, but I've stings. seen- Oh no. Which, who ripped off who? Oh god. Oh, you know, I saw the other little bit of trivia. I saw they gave Jim Hawkins a raccoon mask to show that he's dark and evil at the beginning of the movie, but that mm -hmm. raccoon mask 
disappears. I didn't know what they were talking about. I'm looking at it now, and they do kind of, like, spray paint a little bit of, like, a shadow around his floating eyes. Fucking hate so this So you movie. can keep track of them. I, I know exactly. And so, yeah, uh, Jim, I guess... The thing is, though, Bill, we don't hate this movie. We just hate Jim's design so much it ruins everything <laughs> That's else. That's I'm trying to find something to talk about other than just complaining about Jim's face. Um, ah. So the doctor... That so it turns out the balls good. Jim just fucking fumbles with it, and yeah, it, I it opens. Thought there might great be... security system. He doesn't <sighs> figure it out or anything. He just pushes buttons on a random. I mean, it's a little bit of a joke how easily he opens it because like the guys, the pirates, get their hands on the treasure map later and they have no idea to. But like Jim just kind of fumbles his way through. But I thought that was gonna be a little more of a plot thing that like getting the treasure it's, map. It's open, like but... when Homer stopped the meltdown. <laughs> just exactly. do an eeny meeny miny mo. Yeah, he just Homer's his way through it. And so, yeah, they just randomly... It, I'm kind it's of, a map. Yeah, cause it's because you need the story to move fast. The mom can't put up too much of a... Uh, well, I guess the map... Well, so you see the map. And, and you it's see, Treasure Planet! Gas! And I guess everyone already knows what Treasure Where? Planet looks like, because the moment they see guess, it, they're like, yeah. oh, it's Treasure Planet. And uh, Doppler is already like, oh, we got. We need to go find that. And the mom's like... Delbert! Oh, is it Delbert? I thought it was Doppler. Delbert. It might be Doppler Delbert. Let's see. Okay. Uh... Is, not, is it not the Dr. Doppler? I call him uh, Livingstone because I think that was his yeah, name. Yeah, Dr. Doppler. I guess so. It may, I, maybe his first name is Delbert because I remember hearing them say it and saying Delbert. Oh, okay. um, but anyway, Niles. Niles Crane. Um, I need to watch It's that. not quite as good as Fuddruckers, but what are you going to do? That's, that treasure know. planet is the solution to all their problems, but Mom's like, no. And, but, and, but, the, but the fucking Jim is just like, I promise not to die real hard. And she's like, mm -hmm. okay. She's like, doctor, you talked some sense to him. And he's like, yes, it's crazy to go alone into space. And I'm like, I'm going with you. He's zigzagged on us. And he's like, I'm going to use my vast fortune to hire a ship. We'll go tomorrow, and I guess. Yeah. Well, Jim's all pouty with him. He's like, I know. I keep messing things up. And I have a real screw up. I want proof that you are remember. Yeah, this whole Character thing of him trying to be whatever. a man thing. And just like, uh. And then she, the bomb's like, well, I guess my agency in this movie's over, so whatever, yep, go for it. Go it. nuts. Did she even show up at the end? Yeah. Okay. So soon they'll be off to the spaceport, and the camera zooms through the window to the moon. Well, it's not a moon. It's a crescent space shape it is. spaceport, and I actually really like that it is. transition they did there. Yeah, it is, it is like the signature shot of the whole movie. I'm sure that was probably the, the start of the original trailer. But yeah, because it does the cool thing, because you see... Jim Hawkins standing next to a window, and you see the crescent moon, and the camera flies through the window, and you see that it's very kind of Baron Munchausen, actually, where, like, mm. you see the crescent moon is actually, it's not just a crescent moon, it's an actual uh, space station that's in the shape of a crescent moon, and it's all, like, flying seagull manta rays and flying, like, naval ships and stuff. It's, it's, I mean, it's very 2002 CGI, but, like, yeah, pretty good. It's one of the few moments that's actually elegant, and you kind of see, like, okay, this is what this movie's supposed to be, as long as Jim's not on camera. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, but they fly through the streets, and, yeah, you, they zoom in on the, the well, RLS RLS. <laughs> well, legacy. they're up, they're, now they're up on the spaceport, but the doctor's wearing a wacky space suit. He's so unqualified for space. Again, this is one of those things where, you know, like, when you're making this kind of movie, you can go two ways. You can actually make it a real movie, or you can make it a fucking Disney movie. And him showing up in a big round fart suit 
It's like okay, you know, it's a it's fucking a Happy Meal movie. It's not a real movie. It's a fucking they they needed something to make a toy out of, so they have to put the doctor. He, on the fucking... he looks like the cover of Rocket Man. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, the actual suit's actually kind of nicely designed, and then again, impeccably animated. Because that suit. Oh, the is, animation is ridiculous. That suit is weird because it's got all these curves and angles and stuff like that. But it's just it's so stupid. But it's actually done. Uh, that's uh, that's kind of Treasure Planet in a nutshell. So stupid, but executed impeccably, <laughs> except for Tim's the, the, face. But yeah, this movie, aside from the two humans, looks like it was animated solely by James Baxter and uh, Glenn Keane. Oh Jesus Christ! Because James Baxter, he's the oh, I, Glenn Keane was involved. Glenn. No, I'm saying the movie, aside from the humans, looks like it was animated by those two dudes. Oh jeez, that's yeah. Because it, 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 everything's animated so beautifully, yeah. and then you have these two ugly ass humans. Even like Captain Arrow is good. I mean, the other pirates are not that great, but like all the characters who matter yeah. look good, except yeah. for yeah. We don't even have to mention this. at this point. We can just okay, yeah. We just take for granted every shot. Jim's face is fucking melting like fucking plastic man in the sun, but um. Yeah, we're like, well, I don't think, oh, there's a little bit of a thing where I think he, like, they have to go up and talk to a couple people to get directions to the ship, and I think that's supposed to be the directors in disguise. Yeah. You know, should they, that mm. little tribute thing. And, and they, they find their <laughs> ship, the RLS Legacy. Because it's Robert Louis Stevenson, you get it? <laughs> yeah. Jim rocks right into an alien that talks in farts. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's gotta be that kind and of then movie. Where's, where's Niles Jason talks Alexander to it because you starts with a pigeon. You you see he's fluent in flatula. <laughs> he took two years of it in high school. Oh, oh my god! Fucking drool. I laughed so hard I farted. I just want to reach through the, the, the <sighs> camera and just be like strangled. Like you you're ruining your knocked own it movie. out of the park. You put man. so much work. Every frame of this movie is a gem. Except for where Jim's there. And you're fucking it up with this fucking garbage. Oh, God. This... Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So the, a big rock band is there. He's spoken to, but he's not the captain. He's Mr. Arrow. Mm -hmm. That's the captain. A cat lady who makes a stock cat sound effect <laughs> as she's flipping around in the region yeah, of the boat. Yeah, that like... I, it almost seems because no one ever... Unlike Dr. Doppler, who, like, like they serve Futu and dog dishes cruelly so uh i they never articulate this movie that she's supposed to be a cat and so i guess they felt obligated to drop in a random red letter media cat sound effect just to make just to drive <laughs> home the fact like yes she's a, supposed to be a cat she's just not a deformed person yeah oh. i'm surprised that that stock uh sound effect of a pot breaking wasn't thrown <laughs> that's in there too that's that kind of sound effect it's like from that era of sound effects too there's like one stock sound effect compilation that went around from like 1995 to like uh 2005 that everyone yeah uh so yeah, yeah she's got sexy thigh high boots and she's all standing up very straight and everyone and all the little kids in the uh well all three kids in the audience are emotionally stunted <laughs> by this moment but yeah mm -hmm. So the doctor is like, hey, this is Jim. He's the one that found the treasure. Oh, but she stops him, takes him to the captain's quarter where she's like, hey, no, don't be talking about any treasures around this crew. Let me see the map. And she takes it, locks it up, and she tells Jim, now, Jim, sir, you address me as either ma'am or captain. And he says, Ugh, and rolls his eyes because he's so fucking edgy. I just want to beat that motherfucker with a baseball bat. <laughs> You know what? In, in the, the other live-action Treasure Island that we just watched, it always seemed kind of random that fucking they decided... Because like, Jim's a passenger. 
He's 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 part of the paying team paying for this expedition. There's absolutely mm -hmm. no reason why the captain would uh, hoodwink him into being part of the crew. Oh god, yeah. it's not the word hoodwink. What's it called when you get fucking uh, Shanghai? Shanghai, yeah. Not quite the same thing either, but like yeah, he gets Shanghai into being part of the crew. At least in the live yeah. action version, I was like, that's weird, but okay, whatever. But in this, I can totally see why Captain Amelia, well, also, after that moment, is like, well, then fuck you. Go wash some dishes, motherfucker. Yeah. Also, the, apparently the doctor hired the entire crew on his own without the help of uh, Silver, so I don't know, man. Yeah, that's because they decided to skip over that whole part of the story. It's left to your imagination, like, exactly what happened. All we know is that there's suddenly a bunch of, obviously, pirates on this ship, but mm -hmm. yeah. And they, they kind of make a parcel of driveling galoots. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a bull bull. And so, yeah, they go to meet. Uh, for some reason, they all decide they have to go meet the ship's cook just because he's. Yeah, the most well, that's because that's story. where Jim's going to be working. Yeah. Now. So, but Dr. Doppler has to go in his fucking turtle suit and shit. Yeah, how dare she? Who does she think she is the captain? Wow. But Arrow won't have any of their guff and introduces them to Long John Silvers, who is a half robot, half, half deviant art failed project. <laughs> And Jim yes! gasps and says, oh, the cyborg. So I guess we're just figuring this out does right he, away, huh? Yeah, I do appreciate that. It cuts straight to the quick right there. It's just like, and it, uh, does he yell out like, oh, cyborg? He points at Long John Silver and says, cripple. Um, <laughs> what is Long John Silver? Is he a cat man? He looks, I, I guess. I don't know, he man. He looks like Lion-O from the Thundercats gone to seed because he's got like, <laughs> he looks like a lion, a fat lion man without a mane. But yeah, his his was it left side of his body is guy. He's got like a robot peg leg, and he's got right, this big, yeah. obviously computer generated arm uh, mm. that can like turn into all kinds of crazy shit. And uh, he is not bad. I actually I still prefer the performance of like the cartoonishly Captain Pirate guy from the from the other uh, Treasure Island. But it's not bad. The. It's, uh... CGI arm is a little bit too much. It's a little too busy. Yeah. Um, I guess they had to kind of make it busy to disguise the fact that it keeps on turning into 3,000 different things that it shouldn't be able to. Like, unless it's, like, morphing, just, like, morph who also just shows up right here. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's what I say, too. Jim. Jim won't shake his hand. He just glares at him. Yeah. <sighs> so, Silver shows him how he's a, uh, such a cool cook. He makes it all good. And make sure. gives it to them. Mm, yummy. The doctor says it's delightfully tangy yet robust. Okay. There's an eyeball in it, and he says that's a family mm -hmm. recipe. That's the family camp. Mama, let me eat the eyeball. Oh, icky poo. You can't do that on television. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, his spoon turns out to be Morph. It's this movie's version of a parrot. It's. I guess what they wanted to sell is to and Happy Meals. I think I would like. I imagine they spent the first six months of this movie trying to draw different versions of a cyborg parrot and realizing this is always gonna look. Even for the Treasure Planet team, this looks too stupid. So what if it's just? What if we just do a little cute thing that could just transform all the time? We'll take advantage of the hand drawing. What if it's just video. some chewed up bubblegum? Yeah, and that's it. And he's like, and yeah, I guess he's kind of like supposed to be like. I don't know, kind of like maybe this movie is kind of Baby Yoda, where like I think they probably thought they could sell some dolls because Morph would turn out to be so cute, but no, he's yeah. just the fucking little these flying cum with the eyeballs, <laughs> so mm -hmm. no one cares. But yeah, so so Arrow tells Silver that now Jim's is helping him cook Captain's orders, make sure the new cabin boy kept busy. 
Um, for reasons. They and do both of them are, are like, oh, man. They do set up uh, when Jim is talking to Silver, though. There is, like, a barrel full of, like, alien plums. Which, hey, Bill, I was like, oh, they're, gonna, those... they're setting that up to burr to burr. Yeah. It's purple fruit, and its name nice. is Perp. Don't get too inventive you there, guys. Five years working on a story like this. <laughs> At least George Lucas would come up with some fucking name like Puku Boogaboo fruit or something like that. It's called Perps. What? <laughs> the whole point of this exercise, Treasure Planet. And we're talking about a movie that's called Treasure Planet for Christ's sake. Which in of itself is the laziest possible name they could have chosen for this thing. Oh no, you know what? It's not because the working title was Treasure Planet or Treasure Island in Space. Which is, just shows you kind of like the, the, the potent imagination at work in, in making of this film. Perps, yeah. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jesus so, Christ. Jim's like, hey, these things are just like the ones back home on Montessor. Ever been there? Some old guy was there, was looking for a cyborg like, you know Billy Bones? And it, he's like, I don't know. I'm no, 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 Billy. No, can't bring no bell for me. That's exactly what he says and how he says. I mean, great if Long John Silver's had no chill. He's just like, I don't know. He, like, turns into Adam Sandler all of a sudden. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he gets all sarcastic about it, too, yeah. He tells oh, Jim, go watch the launch of the boat, and after Jim leaks, he get, leaves, he gets all sinister and tells Morph, ah, we gotta keep an eye on him. Yeah. We wouldn't want him straying into things he shouldn't. <laughs> and here comes the scene where the, 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 the movie-making crew burns half the film's budget on a whole hmm. bunch of CGI of the ship flying around and doing stuff, and it's launching, and the sails come up, and they're I guess they're taking solar energy and... Taking that energy Apparently, when you get 50 feet off the ground, you lose all gravity. Yeah, <laughs> there's a goof on IMDb, which they did point out that, like, the lack of gravity doesn't mean that you're repulsed by the thing that you're standing on. You're just gonna not be connected to the flat. You're not gonna automatically start flying up into space. But yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I won't be because they're doing the thing because they have to explain. I just fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's a they least fly in the problems. sky with. Yeah. Alien sky whales and shit. That's I, I, cool. You, Even you, though it looks like Fantasia yeah, but, 2000. I, I was looking at those things and I thought to myself, if those were hand, hand animated, I bet they'd look really cool. Well, yeah. Well, if they were less, I think it would have looked cool, but like it would have been harder to animate in 3D space because they're doing the whole thing. Well, that's one of the things I saw the trivia of this is like, they came up with a, with a term for CGI called like, 3D canvas or something like that, which is just like, oh, we're just gonna make things every everything like polygonal 3D generated, uh, mm -hmm. and so they had they decided they wanted to do that with all these shots of the ship launching. Although now actually I'm watching it now, there's a couple shots. There's absolutely no reason why there's whales because it's not like the cameras are revolving around the whales or anything like that. There's no reason. Yeah, yeah there is no reason why those couldn't be. And all the uh, yeah, you're right. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So. They fly in the sky, and Silver says hello to Captain for reasons. I don't know. Whatever. And she's like, hand to your fucking cabin boy. He's over there gawking at this, the sky. And then, so he goes over and is like, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Mop and Mrs. Bucket. And then later, he's mopping, and he says, yeah, I got you, Mr. Mop. Zing? Got him? What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not the best. Terrible response. Lots of good writing in this movie. Uh-huh. Again, so I wonder if maybe there was a better like line, and because this movie had to be Happy Meals safe, they were like, "No, he just has to stay. He just has to reiterate whatever's happening." Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, Wild-eyed alien bumps him, tells him to watch it. And that dang boat is full of evil-looking aliens. Of... And Mr. Scroop comes up. Oh, okay, like, yeah. He's an evil crab spider thing. Computer-generated, obviously. That's the weird thing about the pirate crew. They should have had half as many pirate crew. And, like, focused... They should have had half as many, but better animated. Because you mm. got, like, Mr. Scroop, who's all CGI. And then you got a couple other kind of, like, reasonably okay well-animated. There's, like, one alien who's just like two aliens so he's got like a tentacle top and like a mouth bottom yeah and like there's but then the, then you got all these other pirates that are just the most like it felt like they didn't even have a character design it was just whatever the animators could just make up for that shot at the moment where it's the most loosey-goosey like disney afternoon caliber shit but yeah 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 so um uh mr scroop tells jim hey i am a very big and evil looking and i'm gonna tell you mind your own business but you're gonna talk back and be all me so i could threaten your life with my big claws jim's gonna put his hand on his hip and sashay and be like no i'm a 15 year old boy you have to listen to what i say yeah Mm-hmm. so he's he's gonna kill that kid but then uh silver saves Jim and Mysterio was like, "Hey, no, no fighting. And if you fight, you get to spend the rest of the voyage in the brig." Is it just Silver too? They never call him Long John. I don't know. I, I honestly just, wonder if because they a either because of the sexual innuendo because Long John, and b because mm. they don't want people laughing because they're gonna be like, like the restaurant. It'd be like <laughs> it would be like if someone was like showed up and like I'm Burger King. Like even if that was from the original book, people would still be like going like, "Why is he the Burger King?" Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> you guys have been... That's a nutshell. Belch, <laughs> so, dot, dot, dot. They've been <sighs> in space for 12 minutes. Maybe Scoop should be kicked off, because he's already being an asshole. Seriously? Trying to kill people. Like, the fucking spaceport is still, like, taking up most of the sky behind him, and he's already, like, trying to kill Jim, yeah. So, Arrows leaves. He's a... Uh, I forget if we mentioned he's a big man made out of rock. He's a big rock. He's the rock biter from Never Ending Story with pants on, yeah. Yeah, and so... Uh, Silver's is like, man, I gave you a job. Now do it. I haven't helped you if I come back here and it's not done. They're really bonding, these two. I, I totally believe that they're going to be friends. Well, they can do the anything movie. they want because the real... The, the meat of the relationship is going to be told in montage soon. That's oh true. god, uh, yeah. Silver how... goes below, yeah, below deck where there's open holes all over above them, and starts yelling at them. That it's not time to <laughs> mutiny yet. I know exactly. Yeah. No. So it is. You're on it's... a pirate ship filled with like grates and stuff. Like you can't really have a private conversation easily yeah. on a ship like this. Yeah. The it's... spider crab man says Jim was nosing about, and well, then don't talk about the plans. Don't give him anything to nose about. Oh, yeah. You dingus. Be Don't say chill. just quit talking to each other about. Hey, you know, in two days we're gonna mutiny. How or... was the pirate crew in the, in the in the version we watched last week more chill than this gang? Because this yeah. gang, this movie's made for fucking babies, and it has to be understood mm. by Happy Meal people. Like it's it's a fucking <laughs> Happy Meal movie, so everything's got to be fucking cartoonishly stupid. Silver says he'll run Jim so ragged he won't even have time to think. And then later, Jim's all sad and he's him and Morph are starting to bond. And Jill Silver's comes up and he's like, hey. And Jim tells him, hey, thanks for saving me with that big spider, stupid dude. And Silver's like, hey, didn't your dad teach you to pick your fights more carefully? Something, hopefully, obviously, only a father can do. Yeah. And especially yeah. Long John Silver's, you think you would know better than anyone else that, like, Hey, maybe not everyone's dad was around to teach because he knows like life is 
like, yeah. you know, like, not, not and, particularly valuable, and that there's all kinds of kids growing up there because their dads ran off and shit. Yeah, so when he finds out that he didn't have no dad, that he left, he's like, hell yeah, I'm gonna manipulate the shit out of this, uh, this information. Yeah, and he gets left up to your imagination how much of this is intentional manipulation versus him earnestly liking Jim at the start, but, yeah. So somebody at Disney started snapping their fingers and saying, uh, give me this sad sack song, man, to sing a sad God. sack song in the, the, the 90s would find that you'd turn on the AM on an what? alternative station and you'd hear before a fucking sad sack another song. So we're half an hour in, and it got to the point where I was like, I, I didn't even, I wasn't even consciously aware of the fact that there was no songs yet, so the movie had kind of lulled me into complacency, at least on that front. And then suddenly, I don't even know what happens. Is it the music rising or something like that? It was like, oh no, I feel a song <laughs> coming on. Oh, Maybe it was them scraping barnacles off of their Yeah, their and it's one, it's one thing if you're already in a movie musical that, like, there's, you know, there's going to be a song every ten minutes, so you're kind of expecting it. Half an hour into the story, though, I was like, oh no, no, no. And then at least, for, I, I was... And the song's like, my dad was never there, <laughs> well, but a, this guy's pretty cool, I guess. Part of me was like, oh my god, is Jane, Jim gonna start singing? And like, he doesn't start singing, and so I was like, okay, well, at least thank god. But then it's fucking turns into fucking Goo Goo Dolls shit, and I'm like, oh no, but you did <laughs> took the worst possible way of not... Like, it's not the character singing, but then you chose the worst possible choice you could have made after that. And it's like, oh, oh no, and it's just like fucking Jim's super. Jim's so fucking mopey. It's such a bad montage, but he liked the way Silver's was telling the other pirates a story under deck, and Silver's liked the way he did the dishes so cool he <laughs> fell asleep in his chair, and Jim loved the way that Silver's put a jacket on him when he fell asleep in that chair after doing the dishes. Maybe deaf wins now. Yeah, I don't know. and the whole thing of the thing is just just. And the flashback montage of his daddy abandonment issues. Oh. Yeah, he just got, which is funny because, like, this is a younger version of the gym that's only, like, two or three years younger, too. So his dad leaving was actually a relatively recent thing, uh, which I can see. I don't, I would have Is that more scarring or less scarring than if he had just left when, like, he was a baby and didn't even know his dad? Uh, um, but yeah, we see his dad just, his dad got tired of having to put up with all these freaks. <laughs> living mm -hmm. in his house so and we're not talking about the aliens we're talking about his wife and child and so yeah he gets and up and leaves and they again because this movie is not a real movie it's made for fucking happy meal kids like they every every kind of emotional beat in this movie has to be so car cartoonishly big and the outlandish that like it's like it practically dissolves from like a shot from uh of 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 jim's missing dad to a shot of long john silver's just to drive home the fact that like get it this is his dad figure now get it get it get it like yeah yeah because the movie and has they they, hmm. they get a lifeboat and chase a comet they're so cool <laughs> they get covered in space dust that kind of looks oh. like frosting semen and it's all a little mm. and oh my god the camera's revolving around jim right now and his face is extra just kind of going Bruh. you can almost hear the liquid flesh melting around his eyes and shit mm -hmm. his facial features swim around in a lake of flesh Jim tells Silvers, <sighs> I've got big plans, you'll see, golly gee. And Silvers tells him sometimes plans go astray, and then he works on his cyborg leg. Well, I was going to say, because then he asks about, yeah, Jim asks about how he got the cyborg parts, right? And yeah. that's when he says, like, yeah. He says, you give up a few things chasing a dream, and Jim's like, was it worth it? And he's like, hey, I'm a fucking cook on this stupid shit, <laughs> ship, aren't I? You think that's my dream, asshole? Be fucking making your fucking hammer <laughs> helper every day? Get the fuck out of here.
Disney's DuckTales will return after these messages. This Wednesday. Brace yourself. Are you ready for a great ride? Oh. Treasure Planet, rated PG, in theaters this Wednesday. And now, back to Disney's DuckTales. So their yeah. bonding gets interrupted by an explosion. Turns out a star is going supernova. It's fucking everything up. Maybe you shouldn't have driven by the star that was going to go supernova. Yeah, I guess. That's typically yeah. something you know is going to happen. Well, yeah, well, this, I mean, this is not a scientifically accurate film, I don't think. I don't, I, you don't know? Every you don't time, think so? Every time I watch Nova, I'm expecting something from this movie to happen, but no. I just, yeah. was it, Amazon Prime has episodes of Nova from PBS on it? I was just watching. But oh. anyway, that's neither here nor there, but yeah, there's so, essentially it's this version of the excuse to have a storm at sea. And, but yeah. it's a firestorm and they're almost enveloped. Yeah, this doesn't seem survivable at all. No, because they're being pelted with, with all kinds of flaming meteors. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, that this is the one time they set up that there's a cannon on the ship that there's like trying to shoot down some of the meteors that are threatening oh, to yeah. hit the ship because I guess the cannon becomes a thing at the very end of the movie. But which I <laughs> it's for one of the levels in the video game version of this. <laughs> is there a video game version of this? I don't think so. Because that yeah, would have been a waste well, of money. They definitely wouldn't have made a video game version of this after the movie came out, but like in conjunction as the movie was coming out, I'm sure. But like, yeah, there's some. Yeah, there would have been a terrible D, uh, DS game or. No, Game Boy Advance. I, mean, I can imagine there's a terrible Treasure Planet Game Boy Advance game. There's a Treasure Planet for the game for the Game Boy Advance and for the PlayStation 2 and for the PlayStation. Oof, I do. Well, I imagine <laughs> all three copies that those one copy per per platform that got sold. But yeah, so they're threatening. They're almost getting. There's a whole thing. There's a black hole forming at the center of the supernova, and like the doctor has to explain everything because he's the doctor. And yeah. yeah, they're trying to get out of there. And Jim has to save Silvers from falling off the boat. And, the, and uh, the captain tells Jim to make sure the lifelines are secure, which he does, just so Mr. Arrow can get thrown from the boat and his lifeline cut by the spider guy. Great, now he's going to be all mopey about how it wasn't... I have two minds about this, because the actual execution of the Arrow thing is worse than what we saw last week. The fallout, I think, is better. Because mm. it was more interesting in the in the version we saw last week where uh, both Long John Silver and the entire Pirate crew are planning to kill that motherfucker, Captain Arrow. And specifically, yeah. Long John Silver is like, I'm going to take care of Captain Arrow. That's my good pirate voice. And it's this good. one, it's just one of the Pirate crew just happens to take advantage of a situation where uh, Captain Arrow is uh, just abruptly, through no, no one's fault, put at disadvantage where he's almost about to go flying off into space and then fucking evil alien guy cuts his lifeline that is way that's fuck again it's happy meal bullshit like i it's so much more interesting that the pirate crew went out of their way to take advantage of the situation and and flat out premeditatively murdered captain arrow but so that's a fucking pussy ass fucking happy meal way out but i do like the fact that like that the pirate crew manipulate jim into thinking that he was responsible which also is kind of a great way to absolve them of any kind of potential blame in the captain's eyes. But also, like the spy after we're, after everything's calmed down and they escape the black hole, <laughs> which I don't think you can do. But, but um, you can't also breathe boy, in space. Do, you know, it's like it's, a it's, cartoon for babies. Yeah, it's, it's Happy so, Meal shit. Yeah. 
the spider guy comes up and is like, oh, Mr. Elwo. Oh, he's so boo-boo-hoo. And Jim would be like, you're not going to be sad about it. You're an asshole. Yeah, I, I don't believe you for a second. I thought there was going to be a moment where he goes to Lifeline and shows that it's like he realizes it's been cut. It's, it's, not, it's not that yeah. the Lifeline wasn't li- like, but no, but for some reason, I guess that guy was able to run downstairs and like untie the Lifeline so there's no evidence against him too. Again, because the movie's for fucking babies, the, like, the logic also, but, can't work. Like I, but you also wouldn't believe this incredibly evil Spider-Man that... The most obviously evil spider Like, this guy's pure evil. I think Captain Amelia would be a little smarter about this. Maybe she's mm-hmm. too broken up about her fucking rock-biter fucking boyfriend having getting sucked into space, but... Yeah. It's like you're watching a fucking horror movie, walk in the kitchen, somebody's laying on the floor, stabbed to death in a pool of blood, and Michael Myers is like, I guess he fell on some li- knives, I don't know. And he's holding, like, yeah, he's just got the bloody knife behind his back, and no one's gonna ask yeah. him, like, what's behind your back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, uh, to be fair, no one really yells at Jim. Jim just, like, suddenly no. goes into a whole thing where he's gonna, like... No, they're all kind of like, well, this shit happens all the time in space. Yeah, and so Jim just kind of, like... he knew the risks. But it is interesting to kind of, like, uh, this, the, the stakes suddenly get more real for Jim. More real than it ever really got for Jim in the, uh, version we watched last week. So I thought, I, I thought that was actually an improvement on the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So now Jim's mopey later. There is a nice a... shot of uh, this is kind of nice too because there's a nice little shot of the ship going across like there's a, like another like not supernova but like a little galactic thing and it's at night and the blue sky starry sky looks really nice and yeah it looks good at least but yeah Jim is sulking in the rigging of the, of, the, of the ship. Silvers tells him it wasn't his fault but he won't have it he's too mopey and he blames himself and. Silvers tells him, "Ah, oh, you got the making of greatness in you, Jim. To be sure." It is not, not, I get it. You're lying, Silvers. Just to make him feel he don't got that. So Jim cries into Silvers' big old belly, and they hug. I wish you'd been in the theater that day with a whole bunch of kids, and you're just yelling at the screen. You're lying. You, he's poor <laughs> shit. Why would you say that to him? Fuck Jim. He yeah. sends. He after he cries in his belly, and they hug. He sends Jim off to get some sleep, as he's. He said, "Oh, I'm starting to get too deep. It. It's kind of like that wall-eyed kid." But the Spider-Man saw that. Oh, no. Did they confront Emotions. him now, or is that later? Huh? Did they confront uh, Silver... No, it's in the next scene, because yeah. it's the next morning. So Jim... Jim's sleeping beneath Fart Man. Yeah, and it's funny, because it makes fart sounds. It's farts, because... Mm, babies. <sighs> so, yeah. and he Jim chases Morph around, all the way to the perp bucket, which he climbs inside, and then he hears... Silver's telling his crew they aren't gonna kill the three good guys left. I did forget about the perp bucket, and there's also, there's a first perspective, first person perspective shot of Jim walking into the kitchen, where it suddenly turns into a full motion video game where it's all CGI and shit, like, for Mm -hmm. a minute, which looks terrible. But yeah, I do like that this is incorporating the apple. That apple barrel scene must be so famous in the original story that they managed to keep that in here, too. He falls into the bucket of perps trying to catch Morph, and yeah, so. They aren't going to kill the three good guys. They got to wait. And if that asshole pulls another stunt like he did with Arrow, ooh, he'll be so cross with him. So in the the, the version we watched last week, there were like a, a, quite a few dudes left. Yeah. And they were the only ones with guns. This one, there's Jim, the doctor, and the captain, mm-hmm. but like 12 pirates. I think they can take them. They can do it now. And yeah, who gives a shit? But yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. For babies. Again, that's, so, uh, that's the terrible thing, is every bad decision in this movie, movie is because it's for ba- babies. That's all it boils so down to. 
the spider guy is like, oh, well, yeah, well, you like that cabin boy now. And Silver should be like, yeah, and? Yeah, so, what? like, so? yeah. I'm not fucking up. You, I'm not threatening our chance to get that pirate treasure. Yeah. Like, what, it was this fucking middle school? Like, you're gonna make fun yeah. of me for friends? I'm the fucking captain. Fucking get the fuck out of here. You're a fucking Spider-Man who lays his own <laughs> eggs and eats them. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. But no, he's gotta be like, hey, I only care about the treasure. Yeah. You think I like that floaty face, idiot? You think I no. have few wings? Yeah. Uh, uh. He's only nice to that kid because he has to be. But no time for that. Somebody called Land Ho. So all the pirates go topside. But dang it, Silver forgot his telescope. So he goes back down below and he finds Jim. And they're all playing games, Jim. And they're ready to kill each other, I guess. F. But Jim stabs him in his fake leg, which deflates, and then he runs away. This is the one. So he used. So Jim, he go. He went below deck to fuck get his telescope, so he could see the island. Okay, kids. okay, I'm glad to see. But then this, yeah. he uses his telescope eye to follow <laughs> Jim to the captain's quarters. Why did he need to go down to get his telescope? Well, he got a telescope eye. He's already got a robot eye. We've already seen do telescope stuff. So yeah, of all the things he doesn't need is a telescope. <laughs> like, come up with another reason why he used to go downstairs, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so the fucking Jim's butt, or he, I guess Captain, I don't know, fuck, the plot turns right here, yeah. Yeah, oh. so he says, change of plans, they move now. I, I, I did one, s- thing that, one thing that's been, I you know, through all the versions of this treasure, the story that I've seen is, isn't the cap, isn't Silver <laughs> supposed to be likable? Yeah, well, that seems to be the whole shtick, is that, like, he's supposed to be... Because they don't really do... They, they flip-flop all the time on him here. Yeah. Well, I... Like, now he he's feeling evil again, because he's like, Mutiny, brr! Um, I think he's supposed... I mean, I think they are trying to play it straight, that, like, he Maybe does have a soft spot for Jim. Maybe it's just because his design's so but, carbo. Yeah, I think because the storytelling is just so crippled. I could, because they can't... There's, there's no room for nuance in this story. And so much of of Long John Silver is nuance, but because mm-hmm. this is a movie for babies, there's no room for atmosphere or nuance. So everything's got to be like, so like it's just he's just an asshole randomly. Sometimes sometimes he's a good guy, and it's never never really consistent. There's no, yeah, I, I just was yeah. There's no nuance, and that's that's and so his character is just just seems more inconsistent than like multi layered. Yeah. So now he's just a so, scary guy with a giant arm gun that blown through doors and like capturing yeah. everybody. Yeah. He they turns into the Terminator essentially. Yeah. Quickly take over the ship because apparently there's only three people that they could go against. <laughs> they could have just and all three people are in the same room. They could have just locked the door. Oh no! I yeah. guess they blow a hole through the floor and that's how they escape. And there and this mm-hmm. is you get to see more of the the, the bowels of the ship, which become big a big thing later. Yeah. The captain gives Hawkins the map to guard with his life because he's adequately trained for anything. Yeah, well, I guess you're not going to. And get Morph the is also left. there being silly. Yay, Morph! Yeah, because you need the com- constant comic and relief. To... Why would Hawkins let Morph near him? That's the pirate bad guy's pet. Yeah. Well, I guess Morph is not like like a. I guess he can't talk, so it's and he just seems to be like a dumb animal. He's not like he's not going to be like an effective spy, I guess. But it is weird oh. that Morph suddenly decides he wants to be with Jim and not with fucking because you need plot complications. Yeah. That's the only reason they, why Morph is suddenly like running around with Jim rather than fucking Long John Silver. They blast into the quarters, but they already shot their way out through the floor and they run to their CG boat interior. They get to the long boats. They have a shootout with the pirates, dropping some off the boat and killing them by dropping them to their doom, even though there's no gravity. 
Uh, at this height? I guess they're within enough of the planet, the, the gravity well of the planet. Like, I mean, they, they shoot their, the, the, so, the, but they, I, they shoot I the feel like if, ropes and then their, sh- their own ship falls. I feel like if you're, uh, like, with, uh, on the top side of the ship or higher, you always float up, but if you're below deck, you always fall down. I like the idea there's, like, a- like anti- <laughs> Anti-gravity repulsors on the bottom of the ship that push you away from the bottom of the ship down. Yeah. But no, I think the idea is that they're in the atmosphere of the ship, and that's enough for them mm-hmm. to be in the gravity well of the of of the planet, so that they're falling down. <sighs> well, even see now so they fall out Morph- of the bottom of the ship and they're in clouds and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah they're that's Morph gets the map. Good job, Jim. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Jim it's... has to chase him as Long John Silver's closes the door under the longboat very slowly, and then they do the whole thing where they're like, "Come on, Morph, come here, come here." <laughs> It hides in a pile of ropes. Jim gets to it first, grabs the map, and runs away. Where it's like, oh, Oh, great ablity, guy! You did it. Yeah, no, that's when I watched that scene. I was like, that's oh, I fucking hate animation fans. Anyway, but yeah, Yeah, so they fall down. Silver wants to shoot Jim as he goes away, but he can't. He just likes. uh, He's just a little guy. Oh, it's the one chance in the movie he has to kill Jim, and he doesn't take it. Thankfully, no one else notices. But yeah, yeah, the good guys get away and. Silver stops a guy from shooting their ship, escaping because he doesn't want to lose the map. But it gets winged, and then they end up uh, uh, crosty down and crash into a forest. And the ca- captain says, "Oh, my ribs! I guess my my highly capable character is now ruined, and I'm a useless, useless damsel." She is useless for the rest of the film because her ribs hurt. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible, Suppose- and I'm gonna. This this makes me have to take a piss. I'll be right back. Go ahead. Supposedly, there's a deleted scene, or there was a scene in the original theatrical cut of this movie that people still swear that exists to this day, that never made it to the home edition, where Captain Amelia, she reaches under her arm and pulls her hand away, and you see a close-up of her hand's bloody that she's been actually injured, because her injuries are so undefined in this movie that she just seems to be kind of like, she hurt her knee and she can't get up again, and like, again, this movie's made for fucking babies, so you can't even really consistently explain why Captain Amelia is fucked up for the rest of the movie. Show a little blood! A little bit of blood! Jesus Christ, you're that worried about getting a fucking PG rating. Jesus Christ. That's... Oh my god. And that's... That's the funny thing about Disney marketing these movies as trying to, like, pretend to market them so that... uh, Pretending that these movies are on the same caliber as, like, a Raiders of the Lost Ark. Which is... A movie where people's heads explode. But it's still PG. Have a little bit of fucking guts and like put a little Have blood some in your guts movie. and blow some heads up. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. So I'm just still bitching. So... God, yeah. One huh? no bitch about this movie, but yeah. So fucking, they're on the alien planet. Yep. So uh... I guess they're on Treasure Planet. <laughs> <laughs> but dang it, that that dang map is actually morphed. The real map's still on the ship inside that rope. Oh shit. So Jim gets set out with Suddenly, a gun to Morph find him a place really to hide. Suddenly, sad, because he's like, what, am I valueless? And they're like, yeah, fuck you, Morph, I wish you were dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep, so, uh, and Jim gets sent out with a gun to find a hiding spot, and also so that he can find a super annoying CGI robot Ben Gunn. Ben stands for Bioelectronic Navigator, because of course it does. He's gonna have a thing. 
This and of course, the annoying robot is Martin fucking Short. It Great, fantastic. Moment. It took me a moment because I was like, is this someone doing like a Bobcat Goldthwait impression badly? I mean, it is. That's what I thought too. But like, I was like, but who is it? Because it's obviously not Bobcat Goldthwait. And I was like, oh, it's fucking Martin Short. It's mm -hmm. so obviously this character is supposed to be got bot. I guess the problem is that they just had Bobcat Goldthwait and like Hercules. Like, mm. two movies before this, so I guess Disney didn't want to recycle the same thing. Wait, who is he in Hercules? He plays Hercules. Oh, yeah, he's one of the little bad guys. He's oh, yeah, he's Hercules. <laughs> I'm gonna be the strongest. <laughs> My dad is Zeus. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, the same character designed everything, but he's just constantly on the fritz like that the whole fucking movie. That'd be no, he can't die. I love you, May. Jesus Christ. But then he got Martin Short trying to do that, which just turns into Martin Short just screaming the whole time. Because Martin Short, at least Bob... It's funny to think that Bobcat Goldthwait actually has, like, layers nuance compared to fucking Martin Short. But he does, because Martin Short, his whole thing is either it's Martin Short, he's playing Little Meat Guy, or he's just screaming. And so he spends this whole movie, he just decides to turn everything up to 11 for the whole movie, and he's just screaming the whole time. And it's just... Fuck this character. Holy shit, someone kill this son of a bitch. You remember that... It's like a reject from the... You remember that, uh... Robots? Robin... Yeah! Yeah, I, I just occurred to me while watching this, because even the character design is not that appealing. Well, he's completely uh -huh. computer-generated, so he's got... Oh my god, that's right. That movie is so ugly! <laughs> those characters, like, because everyone's got those... I mean, appreciation for not trying to make it look like a Disney or a Pixar film, but Jesus yeah. Christ... Oh, uh, you know so, what? Did you? Did you? <laughs> mm -hmm. When Robin Williams died, they found a note in his pocket and just said "robots" in it. No one could figure it out, but I think we just cracked the code. We did it. Oh Jesus! Because I think Robin Williams his, said that. Anyway, he was here with Flint, and Jim's like, you know about the treasure, but his robot brain is fuzzy. His primary memory card circuit is fried. It's missing. Yeah, it's his, not back his there. Dreamcast VMU has been taken out the back of his mm -hmm. head. And yeah. Jim's like, great, I gotta find a place to hide, so peace. <laughs> but Ben's all sad and tries to lay a guilt trip on him because he doesn't want Jim to leave. He's been marooned there. So well, Jim tells is... him that if he's going to mm. come along, he's got to stop talking. And for once, I agree with Jim Hawkins. Jim Hawkins is correct. Which, how, What kind of history's monster do you have to be that Jim Hawkins has to be right about you? Um, so I guess they've changed the story because what the original... I have to pause the movie here real quick. Uh, so the original story, at least as presented in the live-action adaptation we watched last year, was, like, Long John Silvers and the rest of the pirate crew were pirate... They were crewmates of Flint, right? Yeah. And that's... And so they had stranded... Uh, I haven't even talked about that last week, how I think it's only, like, five years earlier that they Correct. had stranded Ben Gunn on that island. And so in this, they've changed it so Nathaniel Flint was someone who lived a whole century earlier, is not connected mm -hmm. to Long John Silvers all, aside from the fact they want the treasure... And so, okay, yeah, so no one's going to have any kind of personal connection to Ben. He's just been on yeah. the planet for... Okay, yeah. Which I guess yep. really doesn't make any, like, real change in the story. It's just, like, no one has a personal history with Ben Gunn, I guess. But no one had really had any... Did we even see any of... Long... Did we see Long John Silver or any of the pirate crew interact with Ben Gunn in the version we watched last week? I don't think so. So why not change it, I not guess? Not really, no. Yes, yeah, so anyway. So... Ben is gonna go along, but they gotta stop at his place because he's gotta pee. Because robots gotta pee. Because you gotta make that joke for 
And it's a perfect place to hide. A, a place right where, just out in the open. It's, it looks like a, a place that somebody would hide. It's the one structure on the... That's kind of the terrible thing. We go to Treasure Planet, all we see is this fucking Legend of Zelda mushroom forest. And that's mm -hmm. it. And this is the one structure on the entire planet. It's like this, like, giant, like, fucking incense urn that, that Ben Gunn lives in, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Niles Crane carries the doctor <laughs> and, cause, and, and Ben offers the happy couple some drinks. And Niles says, we aren't a couple. And the captain smiles at him. And uh, fuck it, it's the movie? Yeah. No, don't do this to me. These, no, no. So. You don't, you don't, she. She doesn't need that. So, okay. Why did they take this strong, independent woman who was doing flips and stock cat sounds, and all of a sudden she's like, a goo? Uh, it's terrible, because they suddenly turn to her, and she's already licking her own ass. It's terrible. How did... How hard did she hit her head that she <laughs> lost her character? I know. All, all, like you mentioned, she, she got hurt so hard, it knocked all agency out of the character. Um... It is, so the guy who directed The Empire Strikes Back, who was not George Lucas, it was Irvin Kershner, a different guy, He, when he was making that movie, he pointed out that like Star Wars and other children's films, a kissing scene is the equivalent of a sex scene in any other kind of, in any kind of real movie. And I shouldn't say real movie, because kids' movies are real movies. But this shows how lame that Disney is. They can't even show these characters kiss. They just have a little look. And now they're a couple. So this, like, because it's for babies, not even for kids, for babies, they just have to have that, like, little, like, and I guess now we are a couple. And also, so, from this point on, she does nothing. No, this is at least even at this point, she is just literally She's dead weight that the other characters so carry cool around. She's so cool and badass. They set her up as so cool and badass that she doesn't do anything. <laughs> because, it needs, because this has to be a happy meal film. You can't even actually show how or why she's hurt. She just can't walk for no reason. That's yeah. The one lady they 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 gender swap to put into thing to get a, a lady in here and she hurt her ribs and now she can't do anything. The thing is, the I... The fucking doctor gets to move more than her after this point. I do think that shoving the doctor and the captain aside and making Jim the big mover and shaker for the rest of the story is an improvement at least if you're if you're gonna focus entirely on Jim. Because it was a little weird in the live action and uh, adaptation we watched last week that like the doctor and the, the captain, like they were... I, but they were so boring narratively that like they they just seemed to be dead weight in the movie. So, but the funny thing is, this movie... I did like that they ended up as a couple though. <laughs> I know exactly, Fudrucker and the Captain. But the <laughs> ironic thing by making those two characters more interesting in this adaptation, it seems like even a, a weirder. Even though it's more, it benefits Jim's story and actually streamlines the whole story more that Jim becomes the main mover and shaker in terms of like negotiating with the pirates and stuff. It seems even that much weirder that when these characters get shoved aside now. But like, you've made them better characters, but now it feels even more artificial that they're just, like, shoved to the side here. Especially Amelia! Because she's mm -hmm. hot and everyone wants to see her naked, so you're hoping there's gonna be an explosion and all ten of her cat titties come out, but that never happens, but... Yeah. So the captain tells Jim to stop anybody from approaching with his little pew-pew gun. Yeah. And, uh, Niles Crane tells her, stop getting orders and rest. And she says, very forceful, doctor. Say something else. Gross. Which is kind of like, okay. So I, okay. Gross. I think a writer on this might like a dominatrix. <laughs> well, like I said, she got the boots. So mm -hmm. there's totally like, oh, not yet. No, there's totally guys who get off thinking about Captain Amelia stepping on their balls. Like, yeah, yeah you totally, yeah, yeah. But oh no, pirates are approaching. 
Ben shouts for them to come over, you know, alerting them to where he is. Maybe hiding with this fucking stupid robot wasn't the best idea. So, but, um, they want to talk to Jim. Silvers does. Because they think he still has the map. Yeah. So they talk. I don't understand how the pirates, because, like, the morph got swapped with the ball. I guess because the ball got dropped into, like, a coil of rope on the ship that the pirates never saw, like, what exactly happened. Uh, Because I thought that, I thought the thing was, like, yeah, whatever, but yeah. Whatever, for babies. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Title so of this Silver's... week's episode, just for Treasure but Treasure Island for babies. So, uh, Silver says he only said those mean things about Jim because he didn't want the other pirates to think he'd gone soft. Yeah. So maybe they can split their treasure when they find it? And Jim is like, Boy, you're really something. Well, no way, Jose. I'm going to make sure you never see one drabloon of my treasure. Drabloon? <laughs> Really, guys, Drabloon. All the all the effort they put into you know what all the all the effort they saved by calling it perps they put into uh, what if instead of a doubloon we just make it sound like the voice actor fucked up when we kept a bad take in the movie <laughs> Drabloon, yeah. Like, it sounds so lame. I I'm surprised like, they don't. Doubloon is fine, but for some reason you throw an R at the start of it. And it sounds fucking stupid as shit. Like, that's like, like, oh no, I found a treasure trove full of, instead of gold coins, gold croins. It's like, <laughs> that doesn't make it something more exotic, it makes it sound like you fucked up the line reading. Yeah. No, no, say doubloon. We understand, fucking, ah. So, uh, Silver says, hey, you still don't know how to pick your fights. Give me that map or else I'm going to use the ship cannons and blast you I all do like up they bring that back come. in, yeah. Yeah, so he starts to leave, but Morph stays with Jim. <gasps> oh, oh, no. no. That means Captain Silver's a true butthole and, now. And also, as he's walking... But then he look, he looks sad when he's walking away, but like, oh, I don't want to blow up that kid, so maybe he's a good guy. Who knows? But again, no nuance, because moving for baby, who knows? Yeah. And then later in the hut, the captain's rambling and, and telling the doctor he has wonderful eyes. It's stupid. Because this is, I mean... That, yeah, it's disappointing. In a life or death situation, you're going to be complimenting a dog man on his eyes. Yeah, and they can't even... I thought the, I thought they were going to do the thing because he's Dr. Doppler. And I thought they would do the thing of like, okay, at least they have a doctor, an actual like medical doctor. And they even make a point of like the fact that he's not an actual doctor doctor. And so yeah. like he could even at least excuse the fact that she's so checked out. Like maybe he gave her some, some medicine and that's why she's all doped up. Nope, she's just an idiot now. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, come on, you get a woman around a man that they find attractive, am I right? <laughs> I mean, it is kind of cute that she's falling for such a dipshit, but, like, yeah. Oh, I hate God. what they did to her. Yeah. yeah. I don't even like the character, and I hate what they did to I her. I mean, the char- the, the movie, that's, the movie's so loosey-goosey with everything. Like, it's just, I'm glad to see it's an equal opportunity to destroy of characters this movie. Because it just fucks yeah. up everything at, so fundamentally. At least Niles does say that she lost her mind, which, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, without the map, the f- yeah. without the map, they're dead. If they try to leave, they're dead. And they're just uh, dead in general. If they stay, they're dead, whatever. But, but Ben is like, oh, I could go out the back door. Which, I guess this is this movie's equivalent of the last thing, where, like, Ben's like, oh, the treasure, it's all in my house. This is, mm-hmm. oh, my house has a secret back door. Turns out yeah. it's like a ladder leading down into the guts of the planet, which I guess is completely mm-hmm. artificial. 
Yeah, well... Uh, well, yeah, that becomes a plot point later, but we do find yeah, out yeah, that, yeah. like, at least, like, Ben's house has, like, a secret escape thing into so the tunnels. Jim, Jim dumps down in there and is like, hey, come on, Ben and Morph, come with me. This won't cause any problems whatsoever. So... He comes out right next to the pirate cap where they're all sleeping, and then he steals their lifeboat to get the map back. You think from at that point, big, big boat? What? Because originally, like in the, in the version we saw, Ben is or uh, Jim is just leaving with the intention of just sneaking aboard the, the the boat and fucking up the cannons. And this Ben doesn't know he's gonna find the long, or Jim doesn't know he's gonna find the longboat. But you think the moment he sees the longboat, he would go back and tell his friends, like, okay, we have a sh way also, to get back up. You think he would steal the boat, take it back to Ben's house, pick up everyone, and they just fly back up to the treasure ship and yeah. either continue also, their search or go home. Also, all the pirates are uh, deep enough asleep that he's able to steal that boat that's right next to him. He could have just killed them all right there with his gun. Killed them all, just walked away, like I said, could have just taken the boat... And, like, picked up... Well, especially because he's going back to the Legacy anyway. So why does he literally just take the 30 seconds just to fly back across the field, pick up his friends, and then also head back up, back up to the ship? Yeah. But no, he For just babies. Goes, for babies. So he goes back up, and I guess the only person left on the ship is fucking Skeletor. It's fucking yeah. whatever. Yeah, fucking Skeletor. Ben says he's going to neutralize the laser cannons or whatever as yeah. Jim goes to get the map. But Ben sets off an alarm and... Jim almost gets above deck after grabbing the map, but the Spider-Man is there, and they chase, and the lights get turned off as Jim gets stalked by the Spider-Man. They fight in zero gravity. Jim loses his gun. Oh, no. He starts to flow up to the top of the mast. Oh, no. He oh, hangs on to the pirate flag. Oh, no. And, and he's got his gun with him, too. For a moment, I was like, oh, man, the, the gun's still in play. He might still actually shoot this guy, but nope. No. Nope. Cause... Floats away. Yeah. And then he, he, the um, well, spider, the spider dude climbs up and says, "Say hello to Mister Arrowwood." Jen says, "You tell him yourself." <laughs> he grabs the mask because the spider guy was just—he was a—he was working on cutting through the rope that is attached to the flag that was keeping mm -hmm. Jim from flying into space. But Jim, like, yeah, lurches down, grabs onto the pole. The fucking spider guy lurches at him, misses, and goes, and he grabs onto the flag though, but because he had just been cutting through the flag rope the flag rope snaps and then yeah, yeah. fucking uh spider-man goes flying off into space and it's it's a disney death uh, you uh, flying <sighs> uh saying he flies off into space implies that there's some sort of speed that is occurring <laughs> with him going into space he slowly floats off into the void like a fucking balloon. it's not like that and it, because again because this movie's for fucking babies for fucking happy meals like, Jim, Jim can't intentionally... Like I said... The, what a lame-ass, stupid way for the big, bad, evil guy to get go out. It's just fucking gently float. And this, again... It's, like in Tarzan, the dude gets tangled in some vines and snaps his neck and gets hung to death. Fucking Frollo! At least he falls, but he falls into a lake of fucking, fucking lava. Which is funny, because it's like in front of the fucking Notre Dame. But like, no, there's even other Disney villain deaths that are even... Even if you're just gonna have someone fall or anything like that, they've done that more effectively than this. This is the most milk toast. Yeah. And this is supposed to be the embed big adventure story that's supposed to appeal to grown-ups and teenagers. And mm -hmm. it's the most fucking pussy ass fucking Yeah. Ben should have gotten on or Jim should have gotten on the cannons and blasted him out of the sky <laughs> over that. <laughs> that would be just useless for target practice. Float away. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. 
Imagine if someone made a version of Treasure Planet that actually was good. Yeah. Just any, like, live action. Just, you don't have to, like... You don't have to have any kind of magic I, twist. You just tell the story and do it in a good way. You can make I, a I good read, movie. Huh. I read... I don't know if it's accurate, but I read that this, you know, I'm not... I, I believe yeah, yeah, this yeah. part. Yeah. That, uh, the uh, test screenings were no good. <laughs> so, no or, and And so their solution to that was to increase the budget for the marketing. Oh no! And that marketing was good job. Murder the movie because it was all putrefied. Don't, don't fix the movie. Oh, just more marketing. Because I'm sure with a fraction of the movie, the money they spent on that extra marketing, they probably just could have gone in and animated a couple of scenes differently and like punched mm -hmm. it up a little bit. But yeah, of course that's that sounds like that sounds about right for Hollywood and Disney. Of like, yeah, yeah, don't fix the thing. Just lie harder to people about how good it is. So Ben is still <sighs> screaming, doing his Martin Short thing, bringing the gravity back and <sighs> taking out the laser cannons. Yeah. Jim gets back and is like, I got the map! But the giant dark shape that was lying there isn't the shapely, lithe, smooth, silky captain. <laughs> it's the giant blobby shape of silver. What a twist. Epic they had pulled a Rocky Horror and like he, Jim pokes his head up out of the hole. And he's like, come on, guys, we gotta go. And then, like, camera pans on the shapely leg of Captain Amelia's little boots. <laughs> and it pans over her. And you see that it's actually Long John Silver's leg. And it's all like, mmm. And he's, like, rubbing his how, leg. Yeah. How wide apart were this kid's eyes that he mistook fucking <laughs> the uh, Silver's Toobie, for the captain? Toobie, I know it's sad. Well, he has no depth perception because he can see. And he can see in two 180 arcs on either side of his head, but he can't look directly forward. <laughs> That's the terrible thing. <laughs> um, well, the, 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 what makes me feel extra stupid is we just saw this exact same story a week ago, and I already mm -hmm. forgot about this plot beat about how he comes back and his friends have been replaced with, uh, At Pepsi. least there he was, his blood was poisoned with swamp <laughs> I water know, he but put this in is his wound. Just because Jim can't look forward, he doesn't, he, he can't tell the difference between a giant lion cyborg and his sexy friends, yeah. So he gets so captured. They, they grab Jim, but Silvers can't open the map, so he tells Jim to do it, or else they'll shoot the captain and the doctor. So he opens it, and Silver's like, Oh boy, tie that kid up! I leave him here with the other two. But then the map closes, and Jim's like, Hey, if you want the map, you're gonna take me too. And he should have just been like, No, I'll, I'll kill them. Just open the map up and give it to me. <laughs> exactly, but yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Show me how to do it, but whatever. So he does the map thing again and, like, shoots a little laser thing. They travel, off. and the doctor and the captain are tied up. But, uh, they let Ben walk next to Jim for whatever reason, because you got to let Martin Short ramble incoherently, because it's all gold if it comes out of the mouth of one of the most overrated comedians of all time. You know, kids love that... Oh, God, what's his character's name? The fucking Pee-wee knockoff. Edward oh, Grimsby or whatever oh, his name was? So... Oh, God, so bad. <laughs> That's how, how many... Because, obviously, like, you only have a character like that because of the genie from Aladdin. How many terrible Hollywood comedians do you have to burn through that you're now down into the dregs of Martin Short being your big funny comedian guy in your Disney animated feature. Just, yeah. they should have just uh, made it a character with an actual voice actor who's not, oh my god, but yeah, they because you need that big comedy. Martin Short in 2002? Mm-hmm. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, okay, anyway. Anyway, That's well, like all, the, all the people from laughing were Dead or, or busy. I'm shocked it wasn't Bob Hope at that point. Christ, the <laughs> fucking Danny Thomas. Jesus Christ. So, 
Anyhow, where would the fuck was <laughs> Oh, so, they got the treasure map, yeah. Yeah, so Martin Short says stuff in a way that people assume is funny if you listen to him, but you never really fully listen to him, so they reach the end of the map, and it's a dead end off a cliff. Yeah. And they're all angry and stuff, but there's a hole in the ground, the perfect size for the ball that the map is in, so they put it there, and it opens a portal, which goes anywhere and everywhere. This is how Flint did it, roam through the universe, stealing treasure. Yeah, I guess in the original opening, there was more of it, like, they made a more point of the fact that, like, Flint ships would appear and disappear out of nowhere after attacking ship. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh... So, he wants to know where the treasure is, Silvers does. And Jim figures out, Jim, out of nowhere, he says, oh, It's buried in the centroid of the mechanism! He just randomly divide. I thought what? for a moment the movie was going to do the interesting thing that the treasure is the technology. It's just this <laughs> No, he looks at him and says, The treasure's the friends we made along the way! <laughs> well, which that would have been a kind of an interesting thing because it's something you can't divide. It's just the thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but nope, yeah, for some reason, fucking Jim, someone hands Jim a copy of the script so he knows to make this logical leap that, like, oh, this, the, the whole center of the planet is treasure, we need to go down there. Yeah. Uh, cause, like, it's not even a thing, cause, like, I don't think they're even shown. Uh, cause you think that he would be revealed by him looking through the gate, you might see where the treasure is, but, like, no, <sighs> whatever. No, so, but, they, so, they start digging. They they push, yeah, they start to dig it, but they don't do that. The gym just opens, you gotta open the right portal, so he does it. And they step through, and just Silver's trips on an alarm, silent alarm as they go through, and it's just a big ball of treasure in the mil mi middle of the planet. Is the treasure, is him tripping the alarm supposed to be what sets off everything that happens next? Yeah. Because that, because yeah, yeah. there was like a ten minute delay between that happening and the actual, like, ramifications. Yeah. yeah, okay. Ben says it all looks very familiar, but he can't remember why, and it feels dangerous. Jim tells him, come on, we're getting out of here! And we're not leaving empty-handed, so they head for a big, dilapidated pirate ship on top of one of the treasure piles. Why would you take Ben with you? Because... Why? In case someone starts shooting at you, you could use him as target... Like, I yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. Especially so, Martin John Short Ben, because all he's going to do is scream the whole time. Long John Silver's is stoked. After a lifetime of searching, he finally found it. And on the, on the, the, the dilapidated pirate ship, they find the Goonies... It is! They try to go it. for a beat that is a little bit like Wanted Willies on the Goonies, but like because this movie has no time for pacing or anything like that, you just kind of, like, they just see yeah. the corpse of... Which also leads to the question, like, why did Flint die here? Was he murdered by his crewmates? So, like, what happened here? I have no yeah, idea, so, but, like, yeah. So he's got Ben's memory card still in his hand, so Jim puts it back in Ben, and his memories are back now, thank goodness. But and not so, before, like, a 30-second thing, if him going, I don't know! Flint pulled his memory so he could never tell anybody about his booby trap. Whoopsie, oh no! But, like, he died! I guess that was his last act, so what the fuck does Flint care, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so shit starts blowing up. He wanted to make sure nobody would ever steal his treasure, so he rigged it so the whole planet would explode. Then why would you make a fucking map leading <laughs> people to your treasure? <laughs> and again, so I guess... So was Billy Bones, like, a 150-year-old alien? Like, because presumably he was... he Because was, the whole point is Billy Bones had traveled with Flint. Guess that's, that's why, why he's he a had turtle? The map. I, turtles live a long oh, time? Oh, you know what? I didn't... That's probably exactly why they made him a turtle. But also... That's, who, who knows it? Was he who knows? on the Flint's cruise? For babies. For babies. <laughs> for babies. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so shit starts to blow up, and Jin tells 
Ben to save the captain and the doctor, and if he's not there in five minutes, leave without me. Pirates are dying and running away, whatever, and Long John Silver's shit, just yeah. getting sad, and he spots Jim on the pirate ships and makes plans to get on there too, I don't know. Elsewhere, the doctor's lamenting that he's useless. Oh, it's boo to the captain, <laughs> who is now just another damsel in distress. But he has thin wrists, so he's, the ropes aren't on him anymore. That is so... And he calls out, he insults a pirate who gets close, and then he steals that pirate's gun and is free. Yay. It is so weird that they don't even try to divide anything that that couple does for the rest of the movie. Like, it is literally just the doctor, and she's, like, practically unconscious. It is so fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. You think she would at least even be saying something? Just no. to, Just to even contribute to the scene, but no, she's just kind of, no. like, just slumped in a corner. But yeah, she's not mm -hmm. dead or even unconscious. She's just not doing anything. Yep. Ugh. So, Jim is stealing the pirate ship, and also Silvers is there now, and... Jim holds a sword on him, and Silvers is like, Hey, yeah, yeah, you're a lot like me, but I've come too far to get everything fuck up now. Ship gets rocked by there some blasts. There's a nice There's acting animation beat where, like, like when Jim, like, confronts Silver, and Silver's just kind of standing there, and he's looking down, and he's kind of sad. The one moment of nuance in this movie where he seems kind of sad because he knows he's probably going to have to get, kill Jim to get out of here with the treasure, but... Mm. For baby shit happens, yeah, but yeah, for baby shit, go, yeah, yeah, go on, so, yeah. So this, this uh, they both get thrown from the ship, and Silver's grabs the ship and is able to hold it. He's a very strong man; he can hold a whole boat with just one hand. Yeah, but, but now Jim... he has to decide if he should save all his treasure in his life of dreaming about this treasure, or well, the one shitty, shitty rat tail kid. Jim gets flown off onto a wall that's made out of popomatic pieces. Uh -huh. And, like, the pieces are retracting, and he's about to fall. So, yeah, now, yeah, Silver has to make the choice. It, like, is he going to save the, the the Holy Grail, or is he going to save Jim? And yeah. so, he yeah, he, he decides to let go of the treasure ship. Yep. And shortly after that, the ship blows up, and he saves the kid. And yeah. He tells Jim, Which, it was just a lifelong so exception, really I'll get over it. Because even if he had chosen the ship, the ship would have just, like been blown up by that laser beam that was cutting into it anyway so his yeah. choice is really he just saved his own life he didn't really i mean say, like yeah whatever yeah for babies, for babies. <laughs> so they get through <laughs> they run through the portal yeah. and they're saved via the boat via the good guys and ben says they have two minutes and 34 seconds to get out before everything on the planet explodes this will be the longest two minutes and 34 seconds i've recorded in history because <laughs> as i'm watching it now there's still like half an hour left in the movie yeah yeah happening. so yeah. something hits the ship and now they can't get away because the shit's damaged but jim is going to use his stupid skills to make a stupid surfboard and she so yeah part right of the, the the ship's right into the portal so they can use the portal to get out of there. Yeah, for some reason, the ship's one cannon gets damaged in this scene. And somehow the cannon can just be duct taped to a piece of metal and the cannon turns into a rocket engine? Uh -huh. That fucking, yeah, long, that fucking well, Jim Bill, can Well, Bill, he did poochie. that when he was eight. Imagine how good he is at it now. Ah, uh, I hate everything. Uh, so... <laughs> Silvers is there. He helps Jim make a surfboard, and Jim said, "Well, I'm happy to keep the ship headed right for that portal, even though inside it everything's exploding. So if I fuck up, you guys are dead. <laughs> you no guys matter are actually, what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
So they share one last longing look at each other and Jim goes sailing. He flies through some CGI stuff because it works so well in Aladdin. At least this holds up a little bit better than Aladdin does. That's, yeah. It doesn't suddenly turn into a fucking PlayStation 1 game, but oh <laughs> yeah. my god, that looks... I can't believe... Not that I... Oh, the textures are so low res in If that. there's ever an argument for going back and special editioning a Disney movie, it's just that one shot in, in Aladdin, mm-hmm. yeah. Ugh. So... He flies around, Jim's board starts to die, and he starts to fall in a pit, but he somehow finagles it against the wall and makes it spark so it reignites. He like lights it like a match against the wall, which is kind of weird, mm-hmm. but yeah. And turns the board back on, and he manages to touch the screen and change it to the spaceport. What an amazing coincidence! Yeah. So everybody's super hyped. The doctor and the captain hug, cause romance or whatever. Everybody takes turns sucking Jim's dick, telling him how great he is. Oh, it's so good. Ben tries to be funny and he fails miserably, cause it's Martin Short. We're sober. I, I like three amigos. Okay, you can do that. <laughs> it's, your, it's a free country, even though you're wrong. But yeah. <laughs> We all have the. We all like bad movies. It's okay. Exactly. Actually, I can't say that. I've never seen it. Oh, so, don't make. Oh, yeah, that's right. You hate Chevy Chase too. So that's even just. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That. Okay. So hey, where's Long John Silver's? He's down below trying to escape on one of the longboats, and Jim's like, "Silver's, what do you think you're doing?" Um, um, Silver's um, is like, "Oh, I'm just trying to escape prison. Come on, man, be cool." So Jim's like, "I guess I'll be cool this one time," and unties the boats, and Silver's like, "Fuck yeah, come with me. We'll be the ugliest duo in the entire universe." And Jim's like, "Ah, when I got in this boat, some guy taught me stuff." He was like my dad, almost. Fumble, gumble, de bumble, de fumble. I won't make my own future now. And Silver's is like, oh, that's cool. Let's hug. I'm going to throw my pocket change at you for your mom to rebuild the inn. And then I'll go on my way. Everybody's cheery-eyed. And even the audience who wasted money watching this in the theater gets a little misty because they think of the money they wasted. <laughs> Silver, why'd you throw me my 750 back? Yeah. Um, yeah. Silver leaves Morph with I li- Morph I, with Jim. I like the ending of the other version better, where he like manages to out trick everybody and just sails off. Where he's at least got one chest of the treasure. And this, yeah. it's more just like aside from whatever's in his pockets that the the Spanish maid won't find. Yeah, I was about to say it's funny that like they obviously ripped off the whole like the the nathaniel flint skeleton thing from the goonies but they even ripped this thing off too exactly yeah hey how come mikey's family had enough money for a maid but not enough money that they couldn't move that is weird because they're supposed to be super blue class but well technically they're just hiring a maid to help with the boxing everything up oh that's right it's not that they always had the maid but it's also i I keep thinking about this randomly for no reason at all. Why? How weird is it that they knock over that statue and Mikey proclaims that the penis is his mom's favorite part? That's a weird thing to say about your mom, right? How often the mom that she loves <laughs> Michelangelo's dick the most? How often did Mikey's mom say that? They proclaimed. I that. love that dick. <laughs> they said they watched E.T. That's, that, that's Dave. weird, right? And she's like, you know that statue right there? Why do we have a statue of David on our coffee table? I had no idea, but you know what? It would have made it would have made a lot more sense if Mouth was like, "That's your mom's favorite part," because then it's kind of burned. But for Mikey to be like, "That's my mom's favorite part," that's weird. Mikey's little Mikey's <laughs> mom is just like, you know, that little rice cream penis on that statue there. I fucking love it. 
That makes my day. I'm that's, sad sometimes when I see that little penis. That's <laughs> her her fir- third version of that statue. The other two, the dick got rubbed clean off. <laughs> What's wrong with Mikey's dad that that statue's like? Do you think the dad, Mikey's dad, feels emasculated that she's like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck's wrong with Mikey's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were going to go into a t- Because I always thought it was funny that, like, yeah, Rosalita, the maid, she ends up discovering this fortune of gold, which, by right, she could have just kept for herself and Hell yeah. changed her life. But no, yeah. she forks it over to these fucking white race people that spent, started the movie fucking with her. Like, yeah, the Goonies kind of yeah. fucked up in that way, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I love we're having more fun so, talking about the Goonies than we are talking about fucking Treasure Planet. Yeah, anyway. Anyhow, so, uh, at the God. port, they're back at the port, his mom looks so much less tired and exhausted now that she had a couple months break from her Well, now she's song. got, like, a fucking hat on, now she's like Little Women for some reason? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Her inn gets rebuilt, and yay, they couldn't have just cruised on... Just live off the riches, man. Yeah. I just so live anyway, in a hotel for anyway. the rest of your life. Oh, the you captain get, and the doctor have babies anywhere. now. Yeah, not, if they had just got it up, like, they have money. They don't need to run an inn for cash anymore. They could have just yeah. lived, yeah. The captain and the doctor have babies. Great. Yeah, and I guess that's the uh, one of the little bits of trivia. Is the original idea was like they were going to say doctor. It was Doppler who gave birth to the kids. Which, I, cop- what was that line? Was he like, my dog pussy's all stretched out for making these <laughs> I would yeah. love to hear the guy from Frasier say that. Yeah, oh, the, anyway. the, the robot cops from the beginning of the movie show up to, to with Jim, but he's wearing a white jacket. <gasps> oh, yeah. Now he's a waiter at the local hotel. <laughs> Not his mom dances. He dances with his mom. The aliens are ugly all over the place. Jim's face floats all over as he looks outside and sees Silver's face in the clouds. What the fuck? That's how you end your shitty Treasure Island movie with a face in the clouds? That means he's dead and he's looking over. And literally... He said, I have to go back to my home planet now. And they lifted his cell out. What is... What, what is happening? Literally the last shot of Jim in the movie is him looking up you know and how face that's a, You know, you oh. know how... You know how bad of an idea that is to have his face in the clouds? That's how cats opened and ended <laughs> with the face in the clouds. That also had a sexy cat lady in that. Multiple sexy no, cat ladies. No, it didn't. No, it didn't, Well, they Bill. were trying to have multiple sexy cat trying. ladies. That movie has fucking what's-her-face M from Bond li- like, like lifting her leg up. God, it's been a year since we talked about cats. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, what a harbinger for 2020 that movie was. Anyway, <laughs> that's so that's... True. Treasure planet in space. Mm-hmm. The fuck? Okay, it's not that very our, good. That is our third and last treasure planet, treasure island thing that we're talking about ever. It's not as bad as I was expecting it to be, but it's still not good. It's still a mess, though. Yeah. It's still not even a hot mess. It's a cold, icy mess of just like, no, you fucked up. You fucked oh, up. Oh, they, they made a lot of mistakes. There's the skeleton of a good movie here. Yeah. No, and but like they said, fucked it up real good. Th- there's actual a couple story beats and stuff. I think an improvement upon the what we saw last week, which is supposed to be more faithful to the original book. But yeah. Well, and again, like it's it's they fucked up because they had some interesting ideas. But yeah, the fact that the, you have to tell it in a story format that has to be you know, Happy Meal compatible just neuters those ideas. And that's when things fall apart with Disney movies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if they if they lessened their ambition and told a story that like didn't require to be neutered, 
Oh, yeah, so it's just... I still don't understand. I want to go talk and see what happened with Jim's character design. Like, what was going on there? What were you guys thinking? Yeah, who did were, that? Were Why they trying they do to that? do anime? Did they think, think like, okay, we're, like, since the teenagers, they like the anime? They like the Japanimation? Because I'm sure these guys are old enough. They don't even know what's called the animation. They're just like, we should do the Japanimation thing. Make him look like a Hanson. <laughs> we're going to give him a tiny little face and shove all of his... God. Make him look like a Hanson. They're probably thinking... They're probably... They're so old that they're like, we should make him look like one of the monkeys. Like, they had to tell yeah. the directors, like, no, the monkeys, that's too old. No one's going to know. <laughs> uh, teenagers and te hey. teens, teens in 2020 or two, 2002 don't listen to the monkeys anymore. Oh. Yeah, so how did it meet your expectations, Bill? I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's slightly better. It's slightly yeah. better than you. It's, like, slightly better in the way that you see nasty pizza and you taste it. And you're like, okay, at least I had a lot of garlic, but it's still nasty. That's mm -hmm. the same way where it's like 99% as bad as you thought it was going to be. Oh, I just realized I was leaning back probably too far away from the microphone. Yeah. Well, I could hear yeah. you. So. Okay, good. Oh, shit. Okay, so, so, but yeah, that's... Hey, quick trivia for you, Bill. Oh, no. Because I just like the way this one ended. The trivia is not that bad in it, but <laughs> yeah. it's all right. A planned sequel was canceled due to the movie's failure at the box office. No shit. Oh, yeah. And when John Lasseter was appointed CEO oh, of Walt no. Disney Animation Studios, his first task was to cancel all sequels and television shows. Oh. In the proposed treatment, Jim Hawkins and Kate, his love interest and classmate, the Royal Interstellar, Interstellar oh, okay, Academy, yeah. must team with Long John Silvers to stop a villainous iron beard from freeing the inmates at Botany Bay prison asteroid. William Defoe was sent to voice Iron Beard. Despite the sequel's cancellation, William Defoe would later voice Gil in Finding Nemo. How the fuck are those two things related? I don't know. Because that point, I don't Pixar, know. Pixar like the like first the... half, first half trivia. Okay, good trivia. This William one. Defoe. Hey, even though he wasn't involved in that project, he still went on to be Gil in Finding Nemo. Thanks, guys. Despite, Thanks. Despite that sequel not happening, he had appeared as the villain in Spider-Man Two the previous <laughs> year. Uh -huh. like, okay, like okay. Like, you had... The first part was fine trivia, but then you fucked it up. I mean, back then, Pixar was a separate studio. Than, like, Disney d distributed Pixar's films, but Pixar was a different animation company than Disney. So, it, like, that's not, like, that crazy that... Yeah, you know, anyway. Yeah. Whatever. Anyhow. Yeah, that was Treasure, Treasure Planet. Planet. You poor fucked up soul. You were never meant to... Like, he's like a little fucking misshapen preemie baby. Is, is Treasure Planet, where, like, you never even had a fighting chance. You were fucked up from the start. Mm -hmm. you, you, des you deserve to be buried in a little shitty little steampunk baby coffin. Fucking... <laughs> oh, I love, uh. I love this trivia. <laughs> Emma Thompson was pregnant during several recording sessions, which is how Captain Amelia turned out at the end of the movie. She's not pregnant. Great. They already had kids. And we were saying the pregnant, and like, super, what? Super deluxe. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Anyway. Jesus Christ. I, I'm assuming that's not the same person laid in the trivia about Dr. Doppler having given... I don't know. Like, it doesn't say. Because they don't just jump over... Also, why are all the cats girls, and why is the one boy a dog? Is that consistent? Uh, like, is, are they part of the know, same man. species? That where all the females are cats and all the boys are dogs? I don't know. I hate on? it all. It all uh, looks bad. For babies. For babies. The motion picture. Yeah. Yeah. What oh, are we doing man. next? Oh my god! I forgot that we're. This isn't even a Disney Plus project technically. What are we doing next week? Uh, I don't know. I think the Would next thing listed is a no. The next thing Let's listed see. is a nature documentary. I. Think. Oh, that's right. It's like yeah, it's another thirty minute. Well, we we we'll, we'll, we'll both like sit down and check that out and see if that's worth a 
I mean, we could. <sighs> I don't know if you would want to do nature documentary and six shorts for like one. Oh, we'll come up. Yeah, we'll turn it off. Uh, no, I don't want to. I can't. Are there any more treasure planets we could watch? <laughs> you know, I am. I am almost tempted to do Titan AE next for my pick. Just ugh, please no. <laughs> I can <laughs> so only handle seen... so much <laughs> bad space movies. Have you seen Titan AE? Yeah. Yeah, and I've seen it too. I've seen that last shot in Titan AE. Oh my god, where it turns into a Nintendo 64 game because they literally ran out of time and money to finish that movie. Yeah, Holy so shit. We have, we have a nature's, nature's half acre, and if we if we skip that because it might be, you know, oh, we'll not see. worth a shit, uh, Alice in Wonderland would be the next one. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, about the description is, The strange and wonderful world that lies beneath our feet under leaf, log, and rock peopled by millions of weird and fascinating creatures. So it's going to be mostly fungus then, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess fungus and ants, I'm betting. Yeah. yeah. We'll maybe we'll, we'll find maybe out. we'll do that and just talk about other stuff. I don't know. And we could do... We, I mean, if it's, if it's lit, lousy enough, we could talk about Alice in Wonderland and just start off like we watched the nature documentary it was about fungus. Yeah, we already like, did one, an episode on one of them, so... Yeah, that know. wasn't that bad. But the, no, but the otters, the, the beavers were cute, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll we'll check it out and see what we'll see what. So it's yeah, either th probably it's either gonna be the fucking uh, nature nature's half acre or Alice in Wonderland. One or yeah. the other. I mean that's gonna be the nature of Disney Plus moving forward. I would imagine because like I said, we've only got about a dozen shorts left, and without the shorts, it's, I think it's gonna be have to be like a case by case basis depending yeah. on what we're coming. Because I can't. Are we gonna talk about the computer who wore tennis shoes? I don't know. Like that movie has got a. Oh, at least that one. We gotta do that. Is, yeah. You have that memorized from that time you watched it in school. <laughs> the one time I watched it when they just when they showed it on a TV and, and in the middle of an echoey fucking auditorium, so no one could actually hear it. And because it was an auditorium, it's like we're like like ten rows. We can't even see what's because the TV was just like a normal TV you'd have in a TV classroom. So it was this tiny TV, so you can't see or hear anything. But that was supposed to keep the entire. Like, 300 students in the school entertained for two hours, and it did not happen. Fucking stupid mm -hmm. people. Oh, God. Treasure Planet. For it looks like they added some more shit. Oh, really? Oh, I can't even... Not like... a ton, but there's there's a Donald cartoon called The Plausible Impossible that I don't remember seeing in the 1950s before. Yeah, I mean, the, it seems like every week they're slowly... Was the story of the, the animated drawing on there before? Let's see. I don't remember that one either. Okay. Okay, I finally got this work. Disney for the decades. We're in the 50s, right? Yeah. yeah. Trailer horn, Cinderella, Treasure Planet, Upscale, Dead a Trick or Treat, Water, Water Birds. Yeah, that. I mean, that's not new, but I always forget that's there. Um, <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, Dawn's Fountain of Youth, New Neighbor. I think there might be like, yeah, one of these two cartoons, maybe. It's near the end of the 50s. It's after the Mickey Mouse Club. After Spin and Marty, after... Yeah. Yeah, there's the Plausible and Plausible right after Spin and Marty. Huh. What okay. the fuck is Spin and Marty? I've only heard people joke about, like, I know, like, I think my uncle would hit, like, if he was, like, making, like, if he'd yell, be yelling at two people, he would just call them Spin and Marty. Um... Oh, yeah, Plausible... 25 episodes of this shitty show for shitty people. <laughs> Idiots. So the plausible <laughs> impossible is not a short. Oh no! Oh, it's 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 a 50, 52 minute documentary about animation. 
Oh, okay. oh, I've seen this before. Uh, Walt references a book called The Art of Animation, which I've got a copy on my shelf over there. It's from the 1950s, which shows a technique that was used in animated cartoons that dates back to the ancient Egyptians and Greeks. Mm. Uh, that might actually be, yeah. So that's, that's, that must have mm. been something they cooked up for the Disney. Yeah, that's actually from 1956. That's, I'm sure they probably cooked that up for the Disneyland TV show. So, yeah, that's not a short. That's an actual, that sounds like almost like it could be a sequel to, um, of the Reluctant Dragon in terms of, like, behind-the-scenes animation at Disney. Yeah. The Liberty All right, well, story. anyway, next time is more Disney stuff. This time it was some of the worst Disney stuff. Nah, that's not even true. There's a thing called the Liberty Story, which I think is new. It's got a computer-generated Liberty Bell. Yeah. The story of Perry. What the hell is Old Yeller's in the 1950s? That Old Yeller might we're, be new. No, we're not watching Old Yeller. <laughs> oh, you don't like it, or you just don't like dogs getting shot? Uh, both things. Yeah, okay. Which, that makes you a human being, so you have taste. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that was that. We're just done with that. We never have to think about that again. Okay, now we gotta, okay, we gotta go cut our hair. We gotta get ourselves the Leonardo DiCaprio haircut. Mm -hmm. We gotta go snowboard, skiboard with rockets. Mm-hmm. We gotta fire up the Goo Goo Dolls. I, I was joking about the Goo Goo Dolls, and I think that was actually the Goo Goo Dolls in this movie. Yeah. I fucking... 2002! This would have been excusable in 1997, not 2002. Yeah. The only thing I learned from this is because as soon as this was over, I fired up Pirates of the Caribbean just to make sure I wasn't crazy. And actually watched, the, watched like the first half hour. Pirates of the Caribbean actually... Oh, hold on. It's almost 20 yeah. years old now, but... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so... Yeah, anyway, spoilers. that's... Uh... That's the head. I got, uh, I got, I got nothing, nothing else. That's it. That's our last look, he, Long John Silver. He's modern on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. TardyPodcast.com. Share some rub whatever. Oh, yeah. Enjoy what life, I guess. Yeah, get uh, out of here. We finally escaped the morass that is Treasure Island related projects yeah. on this podcast. Remember, keep filling your holes with pop culture for babies. <laughs> for fucking babies. For fucking Enjoy babies. that fucking happy meal. Now I'm in the mood for an actual fucking happy meal. I could smell right. the McDonald's french fries as a result of this movie. <laughs> okay. Ah, ah, yeah, Get out of here. Go. Yo ho ho and Above. no rum at all. A bottle of cum. There wasn't even rum in this movie. No, because it's for babies. It's no for drink, babies. No smoking, no blood, no adventure. It's the whole reason why you A man got out. shot in the face in the original. A fucking eight-year-old man. He shoots a man in the face in live action, and that was G-rated. I you this... can't even. F I looked for Treasure Plant, Treasure Island, man shot in face images online, and you can't find <laughs> it. I can't believe they kept that on the Disney. Of all the things to censor in Disney Plus, the fact that they didn't cut that in the in that 1950 movie. Jesus. Okay, we should go. All right, get out here so long. Goodbye. Right,